The boys are back in town. Ski Welcome way. back to Deadlock, Woo. episode number 58. We are back again, boys. It's us, 58? it's us, it's us, it's the boys, it's the boys, it's the boys. This week we're going to be talking about SmackDown, October 31st, 2002. Wow. Halloween time, boys. October's here. Oh. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were dressed up, having fun. I was probably like 10, you were probably like 10, and Tony was like, you know, 27. <laughs> <laughs> How old do you think I am? 100. Time is nothing but an enigma. (laughs) We're also going to be talking about AEW Dynamite for this week, which saw the main event of John Moxley versus The Butcher. World title was on the line. Yeah, that was, uh, yep. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It's cool to see Butcher getting that time in the ring. I love seeing him in that situation. Uh, he also looked cool. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. <laughs> they said that on commentary a lot too. They said, "Damn, this guy looks cool." <laughs> <laughs> he looks, he looks like a wrestler, yeah, but in a very not wrestler way. Before we get into all that, though, we have some updates here. All <gasps> the Stanford Hardcore shirts have been sent out. Oh Let's go! God. Big round of applause for Big James. Big James, you want to? I if you want to take a just a moment here to talk about. Or breathe for a second. That, you know, you could do that too. That whole just what you actually had to do, like numbers wise. Uh, yeah, okay, so, first off, we packed trading cards. I now, don't... listen, I, when you say we, it is nothing to do with Tony and I, it is all you. <laughs> <laughs> Tony and I did nothing. James means the royal we, you know. Like... He's saying the royal we because he's trying to make, you know, the show look good, but we did nothing. So, the trading cards <laughs> packed individually into sleeves and hard sleeves, and yes. I ended up doing about 800 of those. Then yes. I had to pack all the shirts individually and fold them. And then I also had to get them into the orange bag and make 300 goodie bags and all that to individually put all the Three. That's a 300. And we got them out. individual bags that this man packed full of and shirts and goodies. get in the car and drive them to the post office. Yes, these, the post office hates him. He's on, they got a picture of him up now. No entry. <laughs> Me and Scott Steiner are in good company. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Carry in the boxes with a torn rotator cuff. Let me tell you, I about dropped them some bitches about 400 times, to be honest with you. James just blew out his shoulder <laughs> 10 seconds ago before we recorded the show. You're right. That's uh, a shoot, brother. But we finally, it is it is finally done. Uh, uh, that drop has been completed. We hope that you all uh, got it uh, safe and soundly. If you haven't gotten it already, you should get it very soon. Um, and please, once you get it, please tweet us a picture of it at twitter.com slash deadlockpw. We'd love to see uh, that you got it and uh, what you think of it and Hopefully it was worth it. Dude, the I wait. love seeing those tweets. I love seeing I do people too. get their stuff. I um I want I was like, I'm I'm probably gonna do it before this or by the time the show drops, people probably see it. But I was holding off on like quote tweeting any of them because I wanted people that didn't get them to like see all the goodies that yeah. they got and stuff before they saw it on Twitter. So Yeah, but, if you yeah. ordered it and you haven't gotten it yet and you live in the United States, you should get it this week. International yes. orders probably will take a little longer, from what I understand. Shipping is a nightmare right now due to COVID, but it's, they should get yes, there. I'm you a, should have honestly, a tracking I was, number. I was surprised that people got these ones already with how messed up stuff still is, but it seems to be going pretty well. So yep. uh, hopefully you guys get them soon. And uh, that's, I mean, that's not all. It, it is not done. Is uh, right, Jane? We have another drop. The first one since what? 
May? March? May? <laughs> yeah, I want to say, I feel like it was March because I was thinking people would have it by Mania. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. been a very long time. Um, yes. And we're going to have our next drop this month <laughs> in a few weeks. We have two shirts at the same Steve time Ooh, coming out. Yes. Yeah. And, a and we're actually so going to be running a deal. If you buy both the shirts when they drop, you get a discount. Whoa. Let's go. Not only is it a quick drop ski, but a deal ski too? Yeah, so be sure to check that out because we are so fucking excited to get these shirts Dude, out. Dude. <laughs> God, we've been, been sitting on them. All right, off the record, this has been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> on the record, it's been a fucking nightmare. I don't know why you gotta go off the record. <laughs> true, this whole it's... thing sucks on and off the record. We you are... should see our Trello. Our Trello's Trello is crazy. <laughs> we are... These shirts uh, hopefully coming soon, and hopefully, I don't want don't entirely quote me on it. You might be able to quote me on it. But these two shirts should be in your hands before or just on Halloween. <laughs> that Near is the Halloween, goal. we shall say. Yes, the goal is to have it before Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be And we'll a, see uh... you next March. How about that? Yeah, the six-month drop. <laughs> one of them I'm is going to be a Halloween shirt. The other one is going to be a actually something that started on the podcast, but we'll keep it we'll keep it on the low until we uh, release all the yeah, information. So just get hyped for it. The that second one is very much a podcast shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool though. I actually like it's it. Great. Yeah, I love it. It actually transcends it too. Is but it's better if you know the podcast too. Yes, that was uh, it was actually designed by uh, my homie uh, over by design. So that's cool. Yeah, shouts out, nice. man. He's been a lifesaver He's, in a lot of different ways. Helping a ton. So uh shout out to the big man. Uh also we are officially announcing the Deadlock Pumpkin Carving Contest. <laughs> and carving. we have a name for <laughs> it. Carving. Yes. yes. Carving. Oh. The original I'll tell you the original name later off the record. So <laughs> you the, said you yelled it last week. You said week. it, you like you originally said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't week. I didn't announce the hashtag we originally Fair had. Enough. Well this is the yes, this is the official announcement as of this episode. The contest has begun. The pumpkin carving contest is called Carve This. Carve this. <laughs> October 30th is the cutoff date to submit. Uh, the pumpkin that you have to carve out yourself has to be deadlock or wrestling related. Pumpkin has to be carved after today. After right now. You can't use any pumpkin that has been carved before right this fucking second. That's Unless actually... you're that guy that made the you smell one. You couldn't submit yours. <laughs> no. Right this fucking second. We didn't make the rules. We just followed. Who made the rules? Don't worry about it. <laughs> You I'm make the rules it. and I break them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like that. Hey, if you take liberties on the rules, we respect it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go on Twitter when you carve your pumpkin. Uh, use the hashtag carve this yes. and uh, submit your pumpkin before October 30th. Any deadlock meme or just wrestling related period can be submitted yes. uh, on Twitter and then we will vote on it and someone will be the winner. Also, also, I think we're going to do Instagram as well. If you yeah, sure. Use... If you want to post it on Instagram as well, carve this is the hashtag on there as well. If you want to tag us as well, uh, we are Deadlock PW on Twitter, Deadlock Wrestling on Instagram, any Deadlock slash wrestling uh, theme thing. Uh, we would greatly appreciate. It. We were we were actually considering doing a, a costume contest at one point, but we were like, it's it's way funnier to do pumpkin garden. <laughs> and I think it's a lot, a lot more work. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, more work that goes into it. It's more unique. So we're gonna try something unique here and see how it goes. Hopefully, you guys like it. Well, since we're it. since we're gonna be doing the judging, I'm not gonna submit an actual pumpkin to this, but I think I'm still gonna try to carve one and see what I can come up I with. I think I, I actually am too. I'm gonna try one as well. 
I have an idea. Yeah. It's probably going to go terribly. I was going to do one of Tony's face. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, neat. And then, and then I was going to do the other version of the contest you were mentioning. Are you talking about... Oh, you're talking about... Oh, so yeah. So the other hashtag we were going <laughs> to no, do... No, no, no. No, no, no. Hold on, no, wait. No, no, we can't no, do that one. No, no we can't no, do that no, one. No, That's no. Off, the off the record. All right, off the record. We won't do that yeah, one. Yeah. All right. So okay. anyways, this week also we had a video release. Cheese edited it. And it was a Monty Brown TNA video. This shit and let me so tell good. you what happened here, man. So this video is absolutely phenomenal. Cheese is yes. easily, it's insane. It's it's like one of the best ever. Cheese is one of the easily the best editors around. Period. You mean Lance? Yes. <laughs> Off the record. Big big Archer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Monty Round video was incredible, but Twitter decided to mark it as uh, a sensitivity issue. Yeah. What um, was that? You said it happened on one other video ever that we've done, right? Yeah, okay, so yeah, this is the second video this has ever happened on. The first one it ever happened mm -hmm. on was a Chaco Pro video, which is insane because That's... Chaco Pro is very much the most PG, maybe G <laughs> company yeah. ever. They play rock, paper, scissors, okay. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So uh, if you haven't seen this Monty Brown video, please, uh, you can go to deadlockpw.com. Uh, it's on the front page. You should definitely check it out. It's It's well worth it if you're... Uh, you know, any kind of TNA fan or a Monty Brown fan, or you're just a wrestling fan. It's a, it's a really good video. Yeah, so, so I, don't I, don't, I don't know what the case is. We still want people to watch it. Uh, yes. Whatever whatever happens here. So please, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, And check it out on Twitter, too, because you should see it, because it's really well done. It is good. Yeah, very good. Um, And also, we had a couple of things on Patreon. Uh, In September, Hello. we had the Triple Cage go up, DDT Zoo Show, uh, we're going to be continuing Wrestling Society X this month, and we're going to be adding some new stuff, too. Uh, and we might even be renaming one of the uh, gimmicks that we have. So just stay tuned we, for that. We haven't officially we, made any decisions yeah. yet, but we're working on it. We've been on and off about it. We, one of these things is getting renamed. Yeah, you know how the Wii and the Wii U, you know, and people are like, what the fuck is the Wii U? Is it just the Wii? And they had the problem selling it. That's what we think happened. Yeah. Right? Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen like live. The Xbox Series X and the Xbox X. And the <laughs> and Xbox, what are these things? The they're all the same fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, everybody's so, waiting for something going to happen at the end of the month. And they're just like missing all the videos. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to change the name of one of them. We're still working on it, workshopping it. We'll figure it out. We'll keep you updated on that. Too. The next episode should have the new name. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also this week, we did a giveaway on Twitter to celebrate... Well, 500 five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much Crazy. for that. Uh, it was giving away a piece of Fiend merchandise, and I'm still mm. going to let it slide. You know, I'm going to let the winner of it see it when it comes, and then you have to post it on Twitter, or else you have to send it back plus another one. So, hey, that's, true. that's what it is. Uh, and the it. winner of the Fiend giveaway is YRNX Thing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Woo, All you have to do is go. send us a message on the Deadlock Twitter uh, and tell us where to fucking send your thing. Yeah, and listen to the rules, or else you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you better post that picture. <laughs> better tag you us, better. too. Uh, of yeah. course, all of this literally would not be possible without the Patreon. Uh, so if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash or delightpw.com slash Patreon, both of those are options that you can go to. It'll send you to the right place. Uh, you can help support the show, help us do giveaways like this, uh, just help the show fucking be here and exist. <laughs> That's really dope. And, yes. I mean, listen, I, I love I love when we hit these goals because I love doing these goofy giveaways because I know we have the means to do so because of the Patreon people. We have given away a lot of fucking really cool stuff, too. And there's some pretty crazy stuff going up, too. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, man, thing. I can't, <laughs> wait, can't wait to announce that. That's going to be nuts. Oh, my God. Uh, so real quick, some shouts outs to some new Patreons and people who are uh, in some mm. new tiers here. Uh, in the $1 mm. tier, we had Memmy Tim, 
Clout Boy Mac. Oh, Quick there shot hailing from the Budokan. Definitely not David Arquette. What? <laughs> what? Matt Rod, Aaron Rose, Hunter Payton, a what? Delane, Vedant, Zack Saber Sr., and mm. Sam Spadek. Mm. That's a decent amount of people. In the five dollar tier, we had Will Sargason, Francisco Vilgomez, Spike mm-hmm. Two Nine Nine Nine, Harry Lay, Clippy Six Zero Five, Liam Clippy. Brown, and mm. Jack Fullerton. Jack. In the ten dollar, we had Lyndon Wynn, Chris it's Hartman. <laughs> Passion, shouts out, that's my boy, you already know what it is. Trizzle G, Awesome Sauce TV, Mm -hmm. Do What? What? Max, What? Saban Watson, What? What? Deep Sea (laughs) Diverticulitis, I love that name. (laughs) Alice, Kieran Faulkner, All right. Portable Stove, True. Sampo Salo, and King Arenas. That's pretty true. Uh, In the $11.69 tier, we had NT7 Omega, shouts out. Okay. In the $12 tier, which is annual, we had Connor Pope. Mm. In the $12.30 tier, we had Cameron Swindle. What the fuck? Cameron? And in the $13.27 tier, we had Top Degenerate. Shouts out. What's going on in these tiers? Is there mystery tiers that I don't know? You guys giving away other stuff on the Patreon? Yes. The <laughs> uh, and that also we have a new champion blake xavier back at it Whoa. again 25 dollars 69 cents congratulations he's back. he's back again JP, for his title jp wheezy came back for a cup of coffee run he said all right i just want to show you i can do it <laughs> yeah that goldberg run <laughs> blake xavier oh, on man. his second reign now congratulations man and thank yes. you to everyone who keeps supporting us on patreon man we really thank appreciate you so that. so much guys now, let's talk about SmackDown from October 31st, 2002, a Halloween show. It Ooh. was, a, and they made sure to go out of their way to, to let you know it was a Halloween show, because there was... This is the hollow, the infamous Halloween show, It was right? on, it was on shoot Halloween, so that's, you know... This is the definitive cool. Smack, or this is the definitive WWE Halloween episode ever, right? Yes. I yes, think, the, I mean, especially because of the, all the, you know, the, the John Cena stuff mainly is like you know it's crazy. Every, that That's was like the, the most first time they let him this yeah that was the first time they really let him do that right yeah i mean i i can't i mean there's a whole bunch of stuff on the show it's always surprising to me that that is the thing that people remember the most was like the there was only like two john cena parts and he wasn't even on the show he was just in the backstage section. <laughs> he I didn't, didn't think, wrestle once yeah yeah now watching it back i was like that wasn't really as big a deal like WWE makes it seem like yeah this was what made john cena john cena i'm like <laughs> yeah was it what yeah, did it? they not see the trick or treat match with Don Marie and Tori Wilson? They missed that. Oh, oh yes, uh, let's go, dude. By the way, yeah. just to let everyone know, this show did a 3.3. Oh, that's pretty which, good. Yeah, it's, it's not as high as I would think, though, because th- I feel like this era SmackDown was popping, and 3.3 is not too This is the SmackDown crazy. 6 era, dude. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big time for them. But, I, I mean, it took them a while to start get going. I mean, this is also... You know, as much as Halloween maybe isn't everyone's biggest holiday, it's still a holiday, so those holiday episodes it, sometimes take a little dive. Dude, Halloween rules, mm-hmm. and I wish I wish more places did. Like, I, I feel like an AEW Halloween episode would rule. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I mean, it's October's my favorite month of the year, man. This month goes crazy. One, I start wearing a hoodie. Two, eat chocolate. Three, watch movies. I mean, what Ray else could some you want? <laughs> Drink <laughs> some beer. <laughs> Four pipe drops. Ding, ding. So we kicked this off. We had the SmackDown Halloween party. This was a cold open. They started right into this. They just said yeah. right into the back. Everybody's dressed up. They're all dressed up in costumes and stuff, except for some random people that weren't. 
There's a yeah, that, big bear in a cape. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Dude, one of the first things they show on the show is Farouk, dressed as a pimp, yelling at some random lady that's dressed up as a maid or a waitress and says, you know, you were a little short last night, so I want you to go out there and get that work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so why, or no, why is Farouk the godfather? Yeah. <laughs> those nationwide, baby. There was a bunch of people dressed up as they have Funaki as Superman. Uh, what was here? I want to ask you this. Yeah. What was Chavo Guerrero dressed as? Oh my God! I wrote down Eddie is Zorro and Chavo is Chavo in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, that's what he was. It, I, he I, I wrote Eddie is Zorro and Chavo is a Mexican man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was like okay. Well, at least he put on an outfit, right? I mean, someone had a poncho on, on I guess. Yeah, but like that's... the poncho even wore to the ring. <laughs> You're right. It's just his entrance gear. I don't know. He's got a hat. <laughs> hat. That's Chavo. Uh, yeah. Tajiri pops up. He's a disco dancer. <laughs> With an afro. He's disco inferno. How about that? Tajiri says, tonight I'm going to score. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really good this entire night, man. He was real horny, too. Yeah, well, he's Tajiri. <laughs> True. Shannon Moore is the devil. <laughs> And don't you forget it. <laughs> and that wasn't his costume. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie McMahon is a sexy witch. She was uh, a witch with her jaws all out. Yeah, and they made sure that you recognized that the entire night. She had like a cross in between them two. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah Stephanie was, was a witch with a capital B. <laughs> this was very much uh, an era. <laughs> <laughs> This is very much a uh, time in SmackDown where I feel like they were very much so exploiting Stephanie. Oh my god, dude, the the end of the show! There's a very big part later that we will talk about more with There that, is but. a crazy part. So, Stephanie, uh, you know, as, as you said, she's a, a witch, um, and she says she's going to announce the main event. And she says, in the main event is going to be someone that wears a mask 365 days out of the year. And then the first name she says after that is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brock. She said, Brock Lesnar is going to go against Rey Mysterio here tonight. And it cuts to Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio is just dressed up in his gear. <laughs> going to dress up, Rey? Yeah, that's how you didn't get the costume memo. The, uh... <laughs> Rey's just dressed up as Rey Mysterio. This is bullshit. Yo, he took a jello shot at the end of the second. <laughs> I was like, damn, we're getting crazy for the night. He Ray knew Mysterio what was happening around. later. He knew yeah. what was happening. He said, oh, uh, he, did, he probably had a few of those. you damn right. Oh, thinking about it now, Lesnar did have an outfit that one time. He dressed up as Chavo that one time. He came out with his hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was not Halloween. That was a celebration. Do you think Lesnar knows what Halloween is? He's a fucking weird dude. <laughs> He's got kids. Come on now. Uh, so it cuts to the intro, man. It's the beautiful people intro. Yes. Dude, dude this is so good. beautiful people. This shit rules, dude. I pop big for this, man. I, I mean, forgot I this know, is actually a theme. Yeah, I know that, like, it's tough because usually I'm like, damn, you know, the, you know, it's my life, my times, like that <laughs> yeah. intro. I usually say that's my favorite. But watching this and then, like, the, you know, the, just the opening of this, I'm like, damn, this might be better. I don't know. This is my this is easily my favorite SmackDown intro. I do like it's, the I do like this the Here Comes the Pain one just because I fucking have seen it a million a million times. times. Yeah, they didn't even use the beautiful people for that long on SmackDown, but no, it rules. Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. It's the perfect intro. 
because not only do they use it in the intro, they use it in the uh, cold opens for the match titles, and it makes oh, everything the, like just the instrumental so, so for much it, better. Yeah. yeah, it rules. Did, and it was the that was the SmackDown theme when they split the brands, right? Uh, yeah. Or if it wasn't, it was right after that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because maybe that's why I because like you said, it wasn't. I don't think it was around too long until they switched it. But yeah, it was. It shit rules. Oh, I was just gonna say the only thing I don't like is because they use. I don't know if you guys remember they used to beautiful people for Raw in like '97 before. I had no Barely. idea about that until way after. They only used yeah. it for like one or two shows. They didn't use it. That long. Yeah, I don't think it lasted. I think long. that like some somebody secretly really liked this song and they just tried to like fit it in any chance they got. And like we're <laughs> they gonna use it for music here. videos and shit. They just yeah. said, all right, put this in when we can. Oh, it fucking rules. I mean, it's such a good song for wrestling, though. Yeah. It's like the perfect song. That and Limp Bizkit, of course. Limp Bizkit. WWE's favorite band. So they also <laughs> <Fuck> add. <you>. Fuck <laughs> SummerSlam. Fuck <laughs> WWE. Fred Durst out. <laughs> they even right, added a pumpkin to the intro with this. I don't know if you said the glass breaks and there's a pumpkin on yes. the glass. And the pumpkin, uh, they had it like in the Minitron, and it would look up and down and then left and right. Thank you, Pumpkin Man. <laughs> <laughs> this actually was really cool because it cuts to the crowd, and the crowd's all dressed up and stuff, which, like, even for Halloween shows now, they don't even do that. No, it, I kind of loved cool. it. There was a lot of people dressed up, too. Yeah, there. I we posted, like, the same pictures. I was looking through, like, every one of these, I was looking through, and I was like, oh, my God, we saw the same people with all the same thing. The fucking goblin guy? So they, <laughs> they had a bunch of those fuckers. So there's a guy in a haunted mask mask from Goosebumps, uh, yes. which that was the very first guy I saw. I was like, damn. And yeah, they went back. me too. Well, they, so they went back to this guy a few times, um, and but they went back to this guy that was wearing, like, a twisted metal mask and, like, a yeah. bathrobe. A hundred times during the show, I think <laughs> they also showed this guy uh, that was the hurricane in the front row a bunch too. Yeah. Oh, they showed the hurricane, Trish Stratus, and uh, the Rock. That Rock one was amazing. It was really crazy. I was very blown away by that one. I was like, "What is Dwayne doing in the front row? What the hell?" <laughs> um, also, they had a guy dressed up as Jason the Terrible. Yeah, that's actually, so true. Actually, I think it was just fucking Jason the Terrible. I think that Heyman was just booking wing guys for plants. Was Luther there? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. We could fucking find him, probably. Yeah, we should ask. There was also... going, blah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we probably would have saw him, actually. Never mind. Yeah, he probably he... wasn't there. <laughs> Even under costume. <laughs> <laughs> his costume is Japanese deathmatch legend Luther. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my costume. There was also a Rasta Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> that was fucking so confused. That's true. <laughs> Um, so they announced there's going to be a trick or treat match later with the trick or treat pit, which is a chocolate milk pool. Now, pl- get get this right, because I want you to get the Michael Cole pronunciation. It is chocolate milk pit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is wrestling? I don't, they, this was the most promoted match on the show. It was, yeah. Trick or treat pit. <laughs> so, yeah. They, like this got advertised more than the Brock Lesnar Rey Mysterio match. Uh, they also announced Kurt Angle versus Eddie tonight, which uh, I forgot how much they ran these singles. They had them in tags, and they would run the singles mm-hmm. with them, and right. they would just That's... let them have pay per view matches on TV. Vintage wrestling, it's incredible. Um, so we kicked off the night. We had Edge versus Chris Benoit. Yes. Edge has uh, Year Murderingo, which is also 95. a great theme. Do you so? I, we're talking about songs here. Is that Edge's best theme, or is Metalinga's better? 
All right, so I like Malingus a lot. I do. I really, yes. really do. Uh oh. But uh -oh. I would be lying if I did not say every fucking time I've seen Edge over the last twenty years. So that wins for me, I think. I feel like I might be a Metalingus guy, but I'm not. A, I love that song, Tony. You gotta be the. I was say Met Metalingus for sure. Really? There you go. Really? But I always do. I always do meme the in my Durango because I think it's hilarious. I mean, so. that's, that's the only thing that I re every time I see this guy. You're my Durango. That's you don't all think I on this day? No, I think on you're my Durango. <laughs> I right. just always think you think you know me. You think you know me. Yeah, that's true, dude. But did, uh, did anybody else uh, the Edge intro give him a seizure a little bit? Those uh, lights were a Those little crazy. Yeah. This was like a little much. This was peak yeah. Edge to me. When I think of Edge, this is who I think of right here. This this guy with these tights, really? with that song. Did you have Did you have yeah. an Edge Army shirt? I had a shirt that said "Women Want Edge." <laughs> <laughs> WWE. Oh, no, you brought that sign. WWE. We want women want edge. <laughs> no, I I wrote, I got a shirt that says uh, "Women want edge, fish fear me." I knew you were gonna fucking say that. I hate you. <laughs> That's not. We're not doing anything with that. Stop saying it. Edge wants me. Fish fear me. <laughs> we're not doing a fish fear me anything. <laughs> edge wants. Me. We're not starting a rivalry with the fish. No. <laughs> The edge with the fucking man, he looked, he was gorgeous at this time. This was like, I mean, the, crazy. the women were wanting edge in this match. <laughs> and the, the, and the fish and were the, fearing him. Oh, the fish were not right, fearing Tony. him. The fish you had no input. Right. The fish were going crazy. I asked and I There's looked no and fish. I, thought, I thought about it and I looked. Yeah, see the fish. Which fish? The, the speckled trout were going crazy for edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only fish you're talking about is a mutated freak fish because you're such a bad-ass piece of trash. Oh. Speaking of Edge, they, they cut to the announcers and Taz is holding a WWE magazine with Edge on. He says, look at his Colt. <laughs> Thanks, Dude, Dude yeah, Taz. the magazine ruled. It had a little headline that said, Edge <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say that. It didn't say women want me to fear me. <laughs> And then Edge comes out and grabs a magazine and he does the grind like Sable when is, she had the magazine. <laughs> I don't think Edge has mentioned fish in anything ever. Women want Edge. Fish fear, fish fear Edge. <laughs> yeah, my Durango. Also, Benoit is uh, half of the tag champions, as we were saying earlier. He's teamed with Kurt Angle, tag team champion. Taz says the Edge army digs Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Any relation to the... Oh my God. Okay, that just I I have to talk about this now. I'm gonna forget. Edge said the first thing he ever learned in wrestling was from Luther. I saw that headline. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so Benoit and Edge ended up working this match, and they worked a very 2000s WWE match right here. Yeah. Um, you know, it was very much we're gonna work through the first couple of commercials where we do literally nothing, uh, and then we'll kick it up when we get to the last seg, which is just how every match was worked around this point. Um, See, I I felt that more about the, the Angle-Eddie match than I did this match. I thought they were beating the shit out of each other in this one. Oh, okay. Well, I, wow, we have the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you thought... So, you okay, fair enough. Yeah, but no, I mean, they. De I definitely wrote that down for Eddie and Kurt later. Um, yeah. I wrote the same thing, but no, Eddie and, Eddie and Kurt were beating the fucking living shit they, out of I each mean, other. I mean... Fucking, I'm I specifically one spot where Angle gets dumped 
pretty much on his head. <laughs> I do remember. Oh, that. I mean, even from the very beginning. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. But yeah, okay. Uh, Bill and Edge still were working pretty stiff too. I, I I agree with you there. Um, Edge started bleeding from his nose at one point too. And maybe that's what I was thinking because I Benoit's mouth was busted open. Edge had like a laceration like under his eye, and his mouth was bleeding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely weren't pulling, you know. Um, yeah. But I think that Eddie and and Kurt, just because I think Eddie and Kurt, I mean, Edge was good at this point, but I don't think he was Eddie and Kurt at this he, point. No, sure, of course not. No. No. Um, at one point, Benoit pulled some of Edge's hair out, and when Edge went <laughs> to reverse the face buster off the top and hit him with it, you can see Benoit just rolling around in Edge's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking insane. They also talk about, uh, a Taz on commentary says, WWE has signed Scott Steiner, and there's a current bidding war between Raw and SmackDown, which just reminded me how cool Raw and SmackDown bidding against each other and just being against each other in general was. Yeah, that, that reminds me really of the video cool. game, right? Yeah. yeah. Video yeah. game all the time. Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the big segments later on has to do with Scott Steiner, too. And then it somehow turns into a sexual assault. We'll talk about that later. It is fucking pretty WWE. fucking weird, yeah. Uh, uh, also, yeah. Um, during the entrances, I just want to go back to real quick. Uh, for the Halloween-themed show, they had, like, pur- uh, purple, orange, uh, like, nameplates. Looked real mm-hmm. cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for the pumpkin. Yeah. The pumpkin face took over everything. He's looking around. He's seeing. The aesthetic during this time is... Real untouchable. The silver and it just looks so sick. The silver, the silver apron, SmackDown mm-hmm. rules. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. So we get towards the end here. Benoit gets the crossface in, but Kurt Angle comes out because him and Benoit might be tag champions, but God, they fucking hate each other. Yeah, fuck uh, him. That was like the whole SmackDown Six thing going on here was uh, they would team with these guys and they don't like each other and then they end up turning on each other. <laughs> You're right. They did that with like all of them. Yeah, Brock. that's I know they did with they Brock did. and Kurt. I'm pretty sure they did it with Brock and Benoit too. They definitely did it with Edge and Benoit as well. Yeah, that was their whole booking philosophy was we'll just work these guys in and out of singles and tag and we'll just literally yeah. build the whole show around it. It worked. Um, so Angle comes out and he pulls Benoit out because like I said, they just don't like each other. Um, when they're out there talking to each other, Edge ends up baseball sliding Benoit into Angle and he dives on Angle. Then they get, then Ben winds up getting back in the ring. Edge spears him, and he wins. It and in terms of Edge spears, I thought this was one of the better looking ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was definitely still giving him at this point. At, at some yeah. point during his career, yeah, he just kind of laid on him. <laughs> I called. Yeah, I called the. Uh, I knew Edge was setting up for the spear. I was like, here comes the cross face, and there it was. He caught him with the cross <laughs> face, locked it in. They were rolling around. It's a good Pretty reversal, cool. man. It is a good reversal. I like this match though. Yeah, I, I definitely thought it was a good way to start the show, for sure. Uh, so after that, so, we go back to the SmackDown Halloween party. Ooh. And this is the first time that we see John Cena in the evening. John Cena dressed as Vanilla Ice, doing a rap to some old woman. I don't know who the <laughs> hell it even was. Who the hell was that? I don't know. I really don't. Um, also, I, Chuck Palumbo was representing the full-blooded Native Americans. I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> he turned his back on the Italians, bro. Son of a bitch. We knew you were fake, Chuck Palumbo. Billy Kidman was dressed up as a Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Tori Wilson was dressed up as Camille from NWA Power. <laughs> I don't think that's... Is that right? I don't think so. I, well, I mean, it's better than whatever they said later in the evening. I, I think Michael Cole said she was dressed up as like a slut or a something. A dominatrix. Yeah, it was real weird. <laughs> she likes to fuck and beat up you. Yeah, Cole, thank you, Michael okay, Cole. Okay, thanks. Um, so yeah, John Cena spit rhymes here. I actually wrote down what he said. Do you want me to? I was hoping you would because I yeah. wanted to, but I was like, this feels like something James would do. And I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did absolutely do it. Okay. So he started off with, uh, vanilla ice. He said, all right, stop, collaborate and listen. And he said, ice is back with a new proposition. 
Ooh. Your position is that of a failure. I'm going to nail you to Jamie Noble's trailer. And oh, then shit. I dare you to run around and cause a scare, give people the shakes, and make them change their underwear. Mm, I'm on top. It's my fault that you're under there. You own a bear. Have Baldo shave his back hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fast. I gotta go. It's been a blast. Came out the locker room, stole Rey Mysterio's mask. Whoa. Tried to get Taker's cast, but it was plastered on too tight. Peace. I gotta go. About to hotwire his bike. Word life. <laughs> <laughs> was and, that the first time he said word life? I don't know, but they booed the fucking shit out of him. They didn't like it at all. Said, yeah. This sucked. This is horrible. Stop doing that. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> Hair square there. <laughs> you, you own a bear? <laughs> uh, so, Tajiri sees Tori Wilson. Of course, they had their little relationship. Um, I believe that's already been done at this point. And uh, Tajiri says, sorry, got new girl now. And then he goes... <laughs> sorry, got a new girl. And then leaves to flirt with two other girls. And Tori goes, okay, good, leave. Yeah, so, cool, see you. He goes over and he meets his lady, turns around. It's fucking Mae Young and Fabulous Moolah. He says, Jerry oh. <laughs> sells Mae Young and Moolah the entire evening. It's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty good. Then through the door comes <laughs> Dawn Marie with Troy oh, Wilson's yeah. dad, and <laughs> dressed up Al as Wilson. the Fonz. <laughs> and he says, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so that's the first part of the Halloween party. That was the running angle for the evening, was the Halloween party. Yes, which is they do commercial breaks from Halloween party to another Halloween yeah. party. Same, it's weird. Two seg Halloween party. Yeah, it was actually pretty crazy. I was surprised they did this, but it worked. I actually enjoyed this quite a bit. Yeah, I'm not cool. sure if people did at the time, but it was cool now. Um, so they cut to show the crowd again. This is where they show the rock cosplayer, Elvis. Yes. And not only did we see Jason the Terrible earlier, but we got Jason the Terrible 2 was here too. He was in the crowd. Oh my song, God, different another mask. one. He's going crazy. His brother. Um, so we cut back. We're in the SmackDown Halloween party again. Um, this time it's Chris Benoit. He's crashing the party looking for Kurt Angle. And this is very, Angle! very good. This is very good. Um, he is screaming Angle running through this place. He's pissed off. He's like, don't you laugh, boy. <laughs> Hell, <no. laughs> so uh, he sees this guy dressed up as Ghostface. And he goes, you've seen Angle and you women? He said, no, I ain't never seen him women. <laughs> no. So he leaves. And then it cuts back to Ghostface. He takes a mask off. Son of a bitch. He was Ghostface the whole time. Oh, son here. of a bitch. How could I can't he do believe this? it. Kurt Angle was the Ghostface. God damn it. I would have never thought it. Son of a bitch. So the first time I watched this, I thought Kurt Angle was dressed as death. And I was like, Benoit goes around and he looks at death. Oh, God. And then later I realized it was Ghostface. And I'm like, okay, that's a little better. <laughs> a little better. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's some sort of ghost face. He's got skeleton hands. So I, don't really know yeah, I don't know whose outfit this actually was. Kurt's never actually seen Scream before. That's actually... <laughs> so dress up as ghost face. And I'll figure something out. Uh, so yeah, we cut... from Wu-Tang? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually a ghost face killer. So... Uh... <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Paulie's segment backstage. Brock's walking down the hallway. Some guy dressed up as... I put down question mark, question mark, question mark. Says a happy. caveman, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck this was. He was dressed up in some sort of weird outfit. It looked some like he was a freak outfit. The guy asked Brock, "Who is he gonna be?" Yeah, which first off, I don't even know why this guy's talking to Brock backstage. Leave Brock alone. Uh, and Brock says, "I'm the WWE champion." 
That's well, that's a shitty outfit. Brock no one wants to be WWE champion for Halloween. Brock is so Brock sits down next to Paul Heyman in this little shitty, horrible looking locker room. By the way, it's just a disaster. I hope this isn't Brock's locker room. <laughs> this shit was fucked. <laughs> well, Brock Brock is still early on in his career, so it makes sense. He sits down next to Heyman, and he is so fucking big. This guy is gigantic. It's insane. Yeah, he is actually um, incredibly big. He uh, it's 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 actually crazy looking at him later on in the evening with the Big Show because yeah, Big Show dwarfs this guy. He does, yeah, and they both look ridiculous haircut wise. <laughs> yeah, but at least Brock still looked like a human being at this point. I yeah, that's true. That's, that's pretty. True. I mean, uh, and his neck was out of control, dude. Bro. He is so fucking big; it's nuts. I like, what are they feeding this fucking guy? Uh, Paul Heyman starts cutting a promo, talking about uh, the thriller in Manila, and Brock doesn't seem to give a fuck at all. He's just zoning I never, out. I never heard of that. <laughs> Brock is just zoning out during this. Heyman is just talking. He's pretty much just putting Big Show over big time. So now looking back at this, they foreshadowed the shit out of this turn. Yeah, but as a they, kid, I didn't realize it at all. They definitely. I remember the promos over and over. Big Show, seven feet tall, five hundred pounds. You can't manhandle the Big Show like anyone else. Yeah, he says you can't suplex him. He's too big. You can't get him for F five. He's too big. You like, cannot F five. Big. The Big Show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's just them. I, I guess uh, even later, Big Show cuts a promo and he like says, I was, uh, what was it? I don't know if he was, uh, advi- he was advised to not fight. Oh, Brock. yeah, like, this was, yeah, this was very much. Yeah, so. was I was like, holy shit, I didn't, I don't remember this at all. And commentary even said it too. Taz, like, he, he said, advised. Advised? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blackula. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're uh, talking about the Hell in a Cell match that Lesnar had with Taker. And he said, you know, you don't come out of those the same. And you know, Taker's not the same. Brock, you're not the same. You ain't had any tests, bro. You're fucking out of your mind right now. Uh, <laughs> and, and Paul says, yeah, you can't even fucking pick up the big show. And he says, you shouldn't do this. This is what you pay me for. I'm telling you not to do it. This is why people might, like me make decisions for people like you. And mm. I'm like, good Lord, man. Yeah, I wrote down that too. I'm like, damn, they telegraphed this. This was yeah. like, I can't believe that. This was alright because well, basically uh, the the, the, la- the only thing they didn't do is have Paul Heyman say, "I am going to fuck <laughs> you over, bro." <laughs> yeah, everything about this was crazy. Um, so we cut to Big Show versus Rikishi. We get a really well timed well. I said, oh, here we go. Why is Big Show dressed in casual wear? Yeah, yep. Big Show wrestling in tucked in shirt and jeans. Yeah, like black shirt, black pants. With a belt on. Maybe they just thought well, that was his, a better look for him. That's his new attire when he first came from Hurrah, right? Yeah, maybe Heyman. Did he wear that often? Well, Heyman wanted to push him big, so I think maybe he, they were just like, like, this is a good look for you compared to the I guess other so. One. I mean, it was well, Heyman. He wore the, Why didn't he wore the jeans and the singlet top, right? Didn't he? When he wrestled? Uh, I remember the black pants and the singlet top. Yeah, I just don't remember him wearing black shirt and, and pants. He looked like a security guard. He looked like a fucking crazy person with a mustache and a haircut. He looked like he honestly looked like the big boss man. <laughs> yeah, you're actually right. He is. And then yes, he faced Rikishi. Sorry, who's <laughs> the tribal chief is here? Rikishi. <laughs> the favorite oh, part God. about this match is that Big Show and Rikishi were were actually working. Big Show was still doing moves that required him to take a bump, so that was like really Hell fucking yeah. cool. He was doing like elbow drops and stuff. I was like, wow, my God, look at him. He's going crazy. Mike. My- Michael Cole on commentary was talking about, I guess, uh, I don't know if this is the previous week, I think it was, where Big Show, he said, Big Show threw Undertaker off the ramp like a sack of potatoes. 
<laughs> that was his pronunciation. Potatoes. <laughs> uh, Rikishi did the Rikishi bump off uh, one of the clotheslines that Big Show I, threw. I wrote Big Show clothesline Rikishi bump. <laughs> yep. As, I mean, it's his bump. You do it. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah, it no, good. that's the tribal chief's bump for sure. So <laughs> Big Show exposed the middle turnbuckle in this match, th- then threw Rikishi into it using his ass cheeks against him. <laughs> the ass cheeks hit the buckle so hard and then he hit him with a squisher and it was all over for Rikishi after that fucking oh Big Show lifted him up with one arm and did a running power slam by the way that looked crazy yeah they put that over big too it looked cool yeah it did uh, Big Show then beat him with the choke slam said see you yes so Big Show and Brock have a segment next where Big Show cuts a promo this is literally right after the match Big Show doesn't leave the ring yeah he um, cuts his promo at the end of this match and then goes to commercial and then he comes back and he's still cutting the promo. Yes, yeah, that's uh I wrote down here that this, this dragged on forever. Fuck. And I was like, please just stop fucking talking. Like where is Brock? <laughs> I literally <laughs> have Big Show flaps his gum, shut up, go away. <laughs> this promo sucked. He's, it was terrible. He was challenging Brock to come down to the ring. Uh he says, I'll be here waiting, little man. And then he they says, cut the they cut back to the Well, he says and, SmackDown will not continue until Brock comes out. Yeah, like, that's fucking mean, Big Show. There's a lot more show. I gotta see the trick-or-treat match. I know. Goddamn, it's the next seg. Could you hurry this up? <laughs> uh, they show Brock before the commercial. Uh, he's about to go to the ring, and Heyman's begging him not to, which is just like, goddamn, they're laying us on fucking thick as hell. Uh, so thick. Then they go to commercial. Big Show is still in the ring. He says he's got all night long, and someone in the crowd goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's probably Jason the Terrible, too, that son of a bitch. It's probably losers. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, he says, while we're waiting, let's roll the footage of what I did to this so-called American badass. Uh, and then they show Undertaker wearing Mr. Socko getting thrown off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> it was the cast. Dude, this cast is fucking ridiculous looking. <laughs> this isn't helping him or anybody else. It looked like he was wearing a sock. Dude, this <laughs> promo had a commercial break, a video package... <laughs> and the the payoff for it was Brock coming out and Big Show leaving. <laughs> he said, Brock, Big Show said, you can't beat the Big Show. You can't beat Paul White. You can't beat a giant. He's like just going through all of his names. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Brock comes out and Taz says, well, here come DePayne. <laughs> I guess it was his first week doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> they have a stare down. And Brock takes the mic and he says, I agree with you on one thing. You're a giant. You're a giant piece of... Beep! <laughs> <laughs> Why did he pause so long? It was literally... I wrote giant piece of... It pause. was so awkward. Pause. Yeah. Pause. So I don't know if he was trying to like say it and they were going to add it in later. You know how SmackDown would edit sometimes and do <laughs> oh, it? Oh, yeah. I don't know if he Loser leaves the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe he was afraid that like he, like he didn't remember if they said he could say shit or not. So he didn't want to do it. And then he decided, ah, fuck it. I Dude, want to think I... he just forgot his line, actually. <laughs> Piece of... Garbage. Fuck. <laughs> Piece of asshole. Dude, I couldn't stop laughing during this bit because I kept headcanning that Lesnar was like a little kid doing it. He was like... It, like they, t- they thought him before he goes, all right, you get to say you giant piece of shit tonight. And he's like, oh my God, I get to say shit. So he said, a giant piece of... 
he did seem he really even before he said that he seemed nervous like when he grabbed the mic he looked nervous no i thought he was just like you ever seen that uh you ever seen that vine where the kids running with a knife said what do you got there a knife no (laughs) so that's that's what i thought about with this segment he just looks at the picture you're a giant piece of (laughs) what's he about to say shit (laughs) (laughs) and then fucking big show looks at him and just takes the mic and then leaves. I was like, damn, he just took the mic and he's not gonna let Brock talk anymore. He's just gonna leave. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, he stops. That's crazy. He stops on the ramp and he says, I've been advised not to beat your ass till Survivor Series. I'm like, and then Taz, like you said, said, advised. <laughs> Big Show gets out of the Bro- ring and says, uh, Paul Heyman is gonna turn on you and he is going to join me at Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> My manager, Paul Heyman, you know, Paul Heyman, Paul E. Dangerously said not to whoop your ass, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock I don't know how I didn't think this is so obvious. I don't know how we never picked it up on it. It was obvious. Yeah, I was a stupid little fuck. Because <laughs> when, when he turned, when I, was I was 33. I, was I can't surprised. believe it, dude. I was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. Um, 33 year old Tony. Yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea, dude. What the fuck? You know, you know, Brock Lesnar would be probably pretty pissed off right now if he could read. Tony's sitting there watching his, the, this 2002 SmackDown with his wife and kids. <laughs> Saying, oh, that's weird. Who advised him? <laughs> Tony's knee deep in 2002 taxes. He's trying to get all this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out my mortgage payments. So then oh, that thing. segment ends, and the next shot you see is Tori Wilson's asshole. Oh my God. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> She's stretching, bro. It's a sh- the camera. I could see. I could see what she had for dinner. <laughs> shit, shit. It was crazy. It was her entire ass. <laughs> oh man, that was, it was crazy. It was. I was like, whoa, whiskey, whoa. <laughs> Tori was the most over person in this whole show. Oh my god, yeah, and she. I mean. Yeah, we're the next. The match is next, and Michael Cole says we're about to go to the chocolate pit. <laughs> Tori Wilson, Don Marie, trick or treat match. Hell yeah! This is really what this show was centered around. Surprisingly, I think yeah, I think they did, made the whole fucking show just for this. It seemed like they hear, put a lot uh, into it. Did you hear Taz on commentary? He said uh, Don is making uh, Dead Man come alive, and then uh, I think maybe somebody said that, and then he goes, "Something's coming alive." Dude, <laughs> my cock. Oh, Tom Taz and Michael Cole are horny as hell. Look at this, Cole, my dick, brother. <laughs> Yo, is anyone hard? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so they, at one point, they tried saying this was pudding. It's not pudding. Yeah, my it's, chocolate milk, it's milk chocolate. It's a pudding. It's chocolate it's milk. <laughs> Dude, before the match started, they showed the fans in the crowd they had perfect cane with the camera. <laughs> Kane, bald Kane with his shitty half mask with his little Polaroid peeking over his fucking thing as, <laughs> as Dawn Marie's making her entrance. At least he's got good taste, dude. Underrated Dawn Marie. She's just, God, I mean, let's rules. take, just take a quick moment here. Just tell everybody to, you know, yeah, you know, there's, James and I argue a lot about various, uh, you know, legendary female wrestlers. Yes. Such as Trish Stratus and Stacey Keebler. Tori. Gets brought up from time to time. I mean, you know, we all got our favorites here. Yeah. But Dawn Marie somehow never gets brought up in these discussions, except yeah, honestly, on this show, because we tell you the truth. Off. It pisses me off. 
The you Don Marie erasure is right up there with the AMW erasure, and we're not going to stand for it. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me, bro? She was dressed up as a cop right here. She's looking crazy. True, bro. I mean, uh, you know. And then uh, I mean, Michael she, Cole said, Tori's dressed up as a dirty fucking slut got him hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I yeah, do remember that actually. Yeah, that was yeah, weird. Yeah, well, that's you know, SmackDown in 2002. Um, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Speaking so, of that, we have the horniest referee of all time. Mike Sparks is in here again. <laughs> He's related to Lisa. <laughs> Are you related, related to Bubba? <laughs> booty, booty, booty. Okay, yeah, so Tori, Tori comes out dressed as you know, dominatrix fuck friend. <laughs> Tori, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be Xena, the princess warrior, but they yes, said she she's was. a slutty dominatrix slut. <laughs> yeah, that's what they wanted you to know. That, oh, look slutty at, slut, slut, slut. Look at this leather whore. <laughs> thank thank <laughs> Taz. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> leather whore. That's, that's what Jason the Terrible <laughs> I think it's on this leather whore. Curse of the barbed wire bat match, and we're going to have this slutty slut leather whore. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate. Versus Jason the Terrible. (laughs) Honestly, we should have leather whore on DPW. Don't feel that. I think so, too. Please just call me down on commentary when I come out. Just make my interest. Just good. Look at this fucking slut. This slutty slut. Look at this dirty bitch leather whore. <laughs> just out here wanting to fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> fuck. So Tori, Tori walks up and Don. They both. They both. There's a table of eggs here. <laughs> You okay? No, I'm great. Keep going. All right, just dude, going. don't throw your shoulder table out, please. Table of cakes. Table of cakes. Table of cakes. There's table of cakes here, and they both like both just start seductively licking their fingers after like who the go fucking walk up and put your finger in cake, you fucking assholes. They don't even want to do. Fingers in these cakes and start licking cake, their right? fingers. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with this. They don't even want to fight. They just want to eat. They're being forced to fight. <laughs> It's bullshit, honestly. But uh, Tori, you know, throws the first cake, throws it at Don Marie's face, and then spear into the chocolate. And Taz is calling spots here. <laughs> nice single he's leg called, by Tori. He's, he says, oh, look at the armbar. If we do our armbar. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but Taz calls her, like, says her name as if it's one name. Don Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Just says, oh, that's a good move by Don Marie. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good commentator. I like him a lot. Actually. Uh, the ref, of course, gets pulled into the chocolate milk. Mike pit. Sparks, that horny bastard. Mike, that piece of trash. Uh, they fucking, uh, you know, do the cat fight spot. They roll over the referee and all that. Everyone's he all got rolled horny. over last time in the cat fight spot. Is that the same one? <laughs> it's Mike Sparks. That's oh why I brought God. him up. He was the one that got rolled over. Michael Cole says chocolate milk or milk chocolate. <laughs> then oh, Tori busts man. out his suplex, and then they. Both start doing these chops that sound so loud because they're just doused in chocolate milk. Or milk <laughs> chocolate. And Tori hits two chops on Don Marie. She falls out of the chocolate milk pit and pins her. I didn't know this was Falls Count Anywhere. I think we should go back on this and, and figure out this bullshit because I didn't remember this being a Falls Count Anywhere match. Taz said this is a stiff match. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> My cock's hard, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, call it my cock, <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother, you think Tori told Don Marie she's gonna vertical suplex her in the pool or no? No, <laughs> no, no, that was a shoot, brother. That was a shoot suplex. Tori started ripping her clothes off. He started ripping her clothes off. The commentator's like, "This ain't even a fucking broad penny." <laughs> What are so you what, doing here? This was the most promoted thing on the SmackDown, too. Listen, Tori tried, man. She was trying to do something here. I feel like that's Tori's whole career. She always tried to do something. And they're like, <laughs> maybe Can you I, honestly, just... maybe I underrated Tori Wilson. I, mean, I gotta check the tapes. Because the last two SmackDowns we watched, she tried her fucking ass off. I, yeah. I agree. I feel like she wanted to wrestle, and they were like, please stop doing that. Please. Oh, they also threw Tony Schimmel into the pit for fun. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, Tori took liberties. I said that... I, Actually, I heard rumors recently that Tori had heat with Tony Chimmel. Oh, shit. Why? Called her a dominatrix slut. <laughs> fucking bitch. Oh, he did it too, bro? Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, this was a crazy, crazy segment. Absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was something. All-timer is not the word I would use for it, but it was something. It was a October 31st, 2002 segment. <laughs> it was a time. <laughs> Uh, so after the trick or treat match, we go backstage to the SmackDown Halloween party. The Back jury, to this fucking party. Jerry still got the hose on deck. He's going crazy backstage. Bro. <laughs> Matt Hardy yes. walks into the room with his ghetto blaster and starts playing his own music. The lights go out, and Matt Hardy makes his entrance with his JVC bootbox. <laughs> that was so crazy. cool. That ruled. Um, he says he's going to inject this party with a dose of Mattitude. That says, did Jerry get a match tonight? So stop fucking flirting with May and Moolah versions BC. <laughs> <laughs> versions BC popped me pretty huge. Yeah, May Matt actually said, cut a good May, promo here. It was good, yeah. May Young said, you can't do that to my boyfriend and then start making out with Tajiri. Tajiri sold the kiss, bro. Tajiri rules. Yeah, he really did. This is like, uh, I'll talk about it later on, but this is like peak to Jerry here, right right now. Mm, yeah. Um, so we go to commercial break, we come back, and guess what? We're still in the Halloween party. So <laughs> Jamie Noble and <laughs> we went nowhere. are bobbing for apples. Jamie yes. Noble gets distracted by sexy witch Stephanie, which, by the way, is his boss. So yes. <laughs> Eddie and Chavo come up, and Eddie starts checking out sexy witch Stephanie, and he goes... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. You're my boss. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. I was coming up to say, fuck, I want to fuck you, but you're my boss. Sexy baby. So uh, they end up asking for a tag team title shot, and Stephanie says, can you please fuck off? Yeah, I'm trying to get drunk. <laughs> they got jello Go shooters away. at the party, baby. Um, John Cena comes up and says... The old man's got a plan. He's chilling in the building. Did I tell you I'm like light beer? I taste great. And I'm less filling. Stephanie says, I don't so, I don't fucking know what's going on. He I, says, What? <laughs> I don't fucking I don't know what's going on here. I just whatever. Uh Cena tells Stephanie, Vince, Vince is in your office. You need to go to your office. And she goes, Your dad's Vince? here. Yeah, your dad. Vince? Your dad. Vince? The dad. Your dad. Your dad is here. Go to the office. She's like, Oh fucking, fucking whatever. Go. Every time we watch one of these shows, Vince is here. Pop the rating. Every single time we watch that one is, of these. You know what? You're right. Is that is that just how we pick them, or do you think that's how often they did it? <laughs> I swear. I, I feel like after like the Attitude Era and we got here, especially in Ruthless Aggression Era, they used the Vince is here line so much. Yeah. 
because mm-hmm. they had the general managers on each show. So Vince would just come to each show every fucking week and they'd be like, oh my God, Vince is here. He's going to fire me. And usually it was setting up for oh, next week. Something's got to change, but it wasn't this time. So Matt Hardy versus Tajiri is the next matchup here. They worked a, they worked a good match here. Um, Matt Hardy ended up low blowing Tajiri and he won with the twist of fate. Uh, Tajiri is literally, his work rate is insane at this point. Dude, he, I, well, firstly, I was hoping he would come out as the disco dancer for this match, <laughs> but he did not. I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. But yeah, he, uh, he rules. I mean, his kicks even like still look on point here. You can tell he's not killing anybody, but they still look awesome. Yeah, they did. I think like work rate wise, like I think he was able to, I think. It's kind of crazy how long he was able to work this, to be honest with you. A lot of yeah. guys uh, wouldn't be able to drag this on as long as Tajiri did, uh, mm-hmm. and he did. And honestly, he was entertained the whole time, so that's really cool. Um, and Also, uh, um, Matt Hardy's uh, Tron, or his, you know, the when he came out, his mm-hmm. Matt fact said, uh, Matt always got more Halloween candy than his brother, and Matt has seen all the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, Jason okay. the Terrible fan, I see. <laughs> Leatherhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Leather War versus Jason the Terrible in a Curse of the Barbed Wire Bat match. I'm excited because we're going to fucking go do this. Chocolate milk. <sighs> so, uh, like I said, Matt Hardy ended up low blowing to Jerry. That was that. Honestly, that was a lot. The SmackDown Six era, man. It was like they would work a pretty Fuck long finishes. match, yeah, and then they would have a finish like this, and it happened the entire. Well, now that, night. I mean, you just said like that was. Almost every match on the show had a fuck finish. Yeah, that was like a very big staple of this. It was like uh, so they could keep it going, you know, because they didn't have a lot of guys, mm. so they would figure yeah. out ways to keep stuff going forever. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they worked a pretty good match here. And that could yeah, really cool. be the case for all the matches on the show. They they all got time to work. It was Michael Cole uh, said, I think the jury found a girlfriend, by the way. And Taz replied, May's not a girl. She's an ancient relic. Brother. <laughs> BZ versus Brother. BZ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after Matt Hardy versus Tajiri, oh my God, this segment <laughs> is fucked. Uh, this, so yeah, Stephanie McMahon goes to the office where Vince is supposed to be. She walks into the room and well, that's not Vince, that's Ronald fucking Reagan. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy hey, in the room with a Ronald Reagan dad. mask on. <laughs> Your dad, Vince. Your dad, my dad, Vince. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so Ronald Reagan starts talking about the like, God's time. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan says, "Oh, you're trying to get Scotty Stunner." Four scores. <laughs> trying to get Scotty Stunner. Uh, yeah. So uh, Stephanie goes, "Okay, who is this man? What gives you that idea, Vids? <laughs> who is this guy?" So he takes the mask off. Oh my God! It's Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff. What the fuck? Stephanie tries to slap Bischoff, and Bischoff catches her arm and forces a kiss on her, and she's. Fighting it off. Uh, but Eric Bischoff, by the way, uh, 47 years old here. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, 26. <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows the numbers here. Uh, okay. So forces a kiss on her. And she's selling it like, oh, get the fuck off of me. And then she cradles his head and they start making out on her desk. And then they stop. And then they look at each other. And they keep looking at each other. Eric Bischoff fixes his hair. Stephanie fixes her dress. He leaves. And then this is never brought up again. <laughs> we end up moving on and we get Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Yes. And uh, they show fans before the match again. This time they show Boogeyman and Crypt the Keeper from Wing. <laughs> I don't know how these guys keep getting in here. I think Heyman's just booking these guys. They're just plants I in like, the ground. I like to think that they, like, do you think they let everyone in with their masks? I guess so. Or 
did people just walk in holding the mask and they just put them on eventually? Because I don't think you'd be allowed to do this now. Uh, no. probably not. No. Yeah. Which is weird because this is, I don't know. This is post nine eleven. Right. That's uh, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, is this post nine eleven? But like, I guess maybe that was just still more just an airline thing. And yeah, not maybe everything thing, and then everything went to shit everywhere forever. Yeah. Um, but like I said earlier with this match, I had the complete opposite of what you yes. thought. So I wrote here. I was. Uh, I think I praised this match for like a paragraph. Um, oh. like watching these guys work and then watching everyone else on the card work is like night and day. Not that like the other mm -hmm. guys were having bad matches because they weren't. Like I said, the rest of them were good, but like even from the very start, these guys made, like, even, like, the establishment at the beginning means something. Like, even just the hip tosses at the beginning where they were, like, putting sure. extra oomph on it, you know? There was just... Mm -hmm. The intensity from this match from the very start was just Oh, yeah. Crazy. I think they, they work very well together, and their stuff is very, like, tight. There's no, like, holes in any of their stuff. But to me, uh, which, like you said, is the opposite of how I felt. I thought this match had more, like, of the... Like, I felt there was at least five whole minutes where I felt they were just laying on each other and just grinding it out like that kind of stuff that we've talked about mm -hmm. before that I'm like damn this is like a, this is the Smackdown 6 style sometimes where it just you know they do a ton of matches together and sometimes you just grind each other out for a while usually it was, I feel like it was more of a Smackdown thing than a Raw thing well when they got time on TV is what they, that's how they would do it like this match yeah. was mm -hmm. I think this match was the longest match on the card um, and, yeah if if this would have went Oh, if this would have opened, I might have felt different about it. Maybe just because I was it was the fatigue of the trick or treat match, <laughs> and, you, and you just saw Stefan Bishop. And... Yeah, I was already all freaked out. I mean, there was a lot of crazy shit, and like fucking angle got dropped like on his head at one point. There was a released German suplex by Kurt that looked pretty crazy. Uh, this was this was solid stuff. I I'm not to take anything away from it. I I did enjoy it, but I there was Dude, I, they they worked this fucking match. I mean, like it was like. I wrote down that I want to go back and study this a few times because, like, even just the basic stuff that they did, like, when you said he dropped him on his head, like, the way that they got into it was amazing. He did, like, a drop yeah. toe hold into the middle turnbuckle, so uh, Kurt got staggered off that, backed up, and Eddie grabbed him into a backdrop driver, and Kurt sold it like he fucking died. And it, it was, was, it was a great looking. two count. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a really, really good match. Um, but The yes, match did start pretty good, too, because Kurt got this double leg on Eddie, and he didn't take him down. He, like, Double legged Eddie held him in the air for like five seconds and then just threw him. It was like the intensity was off the charts. It was like I was like, damn. I thought I was like, damn. They might have heat or something, but it's just like that's just how they work. <laughs> you know, that's just. Fucking I think I'm how gonna go work. back and study Chavo's part of this match. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, five seconds he got there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they did work a lot of rest holds here where uh, Eddie would sit on him or Kurt would sit on him. Um, yeah. but that's just. The 2000s WWE stuff. They yeah. Just, every match was like that. Um, my favorite part of this was like, I'm sure that they didn't, they absolutely didn't need to work like this, but they worked like a pay-per-view style match in front of a bunch of fucking drunk guys in Halloween masks. You know, just, <laughs> just Jason terrible. Just because Kurt and Eddie are just the best, you know, it's, it's crazy, crazy. They gave it away on TV. Like it's such a good match. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, is Eddie even Heyman brought out the lasso from El Paso. Yeah, that did look pretty good. Was this Heyman booking at this time? Yes, this yeah, this was Heyman head booking. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he fucking knows what you know. I'm trying to remember everyone that was on the SmackDown Six team. I know Lagana was on the team at this point. It was Lagana, Heyman. Was, it wasn't Brian Goritz, was it? Or was he on maybe Raw? there was there was definitely one guy that I don't remember the name of that. Yeah, so okay. that might be him. 
Um, I think I can't remember if Brother Love was doing was helping out or not. I mean, he was here, so I don't know. Yeah, if we, that is true. He might have um, been on the Raw side of things, though. And notice how when he came back at WB and started booking again, he booked himself on the show immediately to the money. In the yeah, very spot. interesting how that happened. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, at the end of the match, there, uh, Benoit ended up coming in because Kurt interfered in his match earlier. Uh, Benoit comes in and hit Kurt with the belt, and then Eddie hits the frog splash and ends up winning the match. Chavo that was frog splash looks also so here. fucking good, dude. <laughs> Chavo was also here. Chavo did a run in and got bumped off the apron. I also wrestled Chavo. <laughs> Chavo was also here, yes. Um, but yes, turnabout is fair play, brother. Mm. Yeah, but this is awesome. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was uh, a very rare look at intensity in WWE that a lot of guys just didn't have at that time. It's like I said, yeah. I don't like this SmackDown Six era was crazy because I felt like everyone on this show had a chip on their shoulder. From Edge, Benoit fucking angle eddie yeah and i think that i mean i think the brand split helped that a lot because they definitely felt like you know raw was the a show and was everyone looked down on them and they felt like fuck you you're wrong yeah oh i think so too i think that was a big part of it i think the boys worked themselves into a shoot and i'm glad that they did. <laughs> i love what that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after the match we go back to the halloween party kurt angle is crashing the party and he's pissed about benoit interfering in that match and messing up that match for him yeah, uh, Kurt says, uh, everyone's living it up, huh? Having a great time. And somebody in the back yells, woo! And he says, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> There's always that one heckler in the back in this fucking party. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle goes face-to-face -face with the devil. <laughs> Shannon Moore comes up. Did he even say anything? I think he just st stood beside him and smiled. He was just standing there with a drink. And then Kurt says, yeah, man, have a good time. And then slams him through the fucking table. He just throws him over this fucking table. He's like, see ya. Um, Kurt then pushed the bear the, with the cape, and then his head almost came off. <laughs> Kurt then sees Ghostface across the room, the same outfit oh, that he no. was in earlier, and he goes, yes. you son of a bitch, you think you're so clever, don't you? Mm. He rips the mask off, his brother love. Looking like a bitch. So then, uh, <laughs> Benoit locks in the crossface after attacking Kurt Angle from behind. Hey, yes. I'm here. Uh, Angle then locks him in the ankle lock, and then they go back and forth for a minute. They also, Benoit made him bob for apples. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that great. shit. Um, Benoit takes an angle slam through the table. Uh, there's this little table set up, and as he takes the angle slam from Kurt, he hits him in the head with a bottle, and they both Dude, go this down. Was nuts. This was it was so nuts. It was pretty fucking great looking. Like he smashes this is like the most bottle. real brawl you could like see, like. They're going yeah. at it here. Because you see Kurt, like, Cell's getting hit with a bottle, but it's still, like, he's enough through the motion of the angle slam that Benoit goes through the table and the press. That was so awesome. Like, it just yeah. looked so cool. It did. Yeah, and Benoit fucking ate that table. I thought at first when he, uh, when they came up, I didn't see the bottle, so I was like, did they just hit the lamp? And then he just, like, <laughs> it tossed did, it them? It did look like he hit the lamp, yeah. Yeah, but this was good. Uh, so after that, we move on to the main event of the evening, which is Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Rey Mysterio, this is how I remember Rey Mysterio also, coming from the floor and doing all the gimmicks and stuff. This is how I remember him. I, I like, like this theme more than Booyaka. I do too. This was a uh, definitive Rey for me right Sure. Here. Yeah, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, this is, dude, I, I can't imagine how much fucking money this guy was making in royalties during this time of year. Holy shit, there was so many Rey Mysterio uh, uh, masks in the oh, crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's insane. Um, and they were, they were, uh, what was cool about this era too is that like anyone could have been in the main event, which, yeah. was, mm -hmm. which was really nice. Uh, Mysterio 
used his speed early on to kind of just fuck around with Brock. He just kind of ran just, around him. Yeah, he was Brock did, was going for like, you know, how he jumps on the apron and Rey Mysterio like slid through his legs, then slid back in the ring and was sliding all around, going through the ring post and all. It was, it was crazy. And then at one point, uh, he hits Brock with like a seated senton from the top to the floor, which was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. This just shows how Ray was still like Ray. Um, Brock no then, sold it, by the way. Yeah, Brock stood up immediately. <laughs> yes. Balls in his face and Brock got up and was pissed. Uh, Brock then caught Ray in a powerbomb and just like swung him at the ring post. <laughs> it was crazy looking. Ray's like mid 2000s WWE run was him doing something and then getting slammed into the turnbuckle. Which yeah. was, it worked. It looked, it looked cool as hell. Uh, Brock had Ray in a backbreaker and he said, come on, you little bitch. So Brock was just firing <laughs> off swear words on this show. Hey man, Brock was fucking, I mean, this dude was young. He was beefed. He was top of the world. He made Steve Austin quit. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff going on here. <laughs> what? Oh, Stone Cold ain't quit on nobody. Stay good, Paul, and go home. So Brock ends up beating, uh, he beats out Rey Mysterio for a minute. Ray uh, starts hitting some sweet comebacks. He has a 619 to the stomach. That was pretty dope. And then he hit a yeah, couple of cool. kicks and he gets him down for the 619. Uh, but as he's about to hit the 619, Big Show's here, baby. Big Show catches Yoink. Ray. He snatches him mid 619. He's on the outside. He just grabs his entire body and lifts him up and throws him into the crowd. That was... <laughs> I feel like I've seen him throw the crowd quite a bit. He uh, he throws him into like the sixth row. It looked crazy. It yeah, looked, it really I loved did. it. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, Ray had a lot of fun spots where he got his ass kicked. There was the uh, one where he got launched to the crowd here. There's the one where he got attached to the gurney and then slapped up against the turnbuckle post. That's, that's an all-time. That's yeah. an all-timer, yes. That's, There's the he, one where Great Khali gets... uh, took his head and squished him like a grape. <laughs> 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 the fucking crazy. the gurney one is like it's it's a crazy visual as it is because like I'm, it was big show right he had him on the gurney yeah uh mm-hmm. tied to it and he swings it at the ring post and he hits the ring post with the back of the gurney but he l- drops it so ray lands right on his fucking head that <laughs> yeah, sucked that was the worst it bump i've seen so in bad. quite a bit of time other than the yeah. time they got his head shoot squished like a grape that was pretty shoot. horrible and then he died <laughs> yeah that was a shoot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Big Show, of course, after just tossing Ray into space, goes and he goes to beat up Brock Lesnar. He goes to choke slam him through the announce table, but he loses his grip <laughs> midway through. I think Brock jumped way higher than he assumed. That's he what would. I thought it was too. I thought he just jumped fucking too high because Lesnar is just a freak of nature. Um, so he loses his grip, but he ends up catching him anyways, which looked really cool, and just yeah. tosses his ass through the table anyways. He. The only the awkward part of it was Brock trying to you know brace for impact and he's staring yeah. behind him to figure out where he's landing as Big Show's just holding him in the air. I was surprised that he, they even salvaged the spot. To be honest, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna suck. And then it yeah. ended up looking all right. It was cool. Then they put over Big Show for like five minutes. There was like five minutes left in the show. And they're like, Big Show's the best ever. I love this motherfucking guy. Big Show's gonna win it, it all. It's baby. Big Show's too big. <laughs> big Show's too big. They kept saying that on commentary. Big Show's too big. His name is Big Show. I know he's big. Yeah, well, they were really putting over when he picks his ass up and just fucking tosses him. <laughs> then the last, like, two minutes of the show is Big Show screaming, signaling for the title, saying, Give me the belt! <laughs> Give me the belt! And then he, <laughs> they show the replays, and then he gets on the stage, and he said, he, five times in a row, I swear, he says, It's all mine! It's all mine! <laughs> 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 fucking screaming it. <laughs> like a maniac. 
hit my fucking music. Somebody hit my fucking music. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so that was the Halloween episode. There's no more going back to the party anymore. The party's fucking over. Everybody go home. Damn it. That was SmackDown October 31st, 2002. I think for next week, we're going to have to try to find a different party. (laughs) We're going to tune back in 2003. The party's still going on. <laughs> just different people. The bear still, still there with the, the boombox. As long as we get a trick or treat match, I'm good with that. Uh, it's all it's a given. <laughs> oh, I'm sure yeah. they will. I'm sure they yeah, will. Absolutely. <laughs> so we also watched AEW Dynamite for this week, which, yes. uh, like we talked about earlier, saw the main event of John Moxley and the Butcher. But we had quite a few mm. things happen in between. True. Uh, we kicked off the show. We had Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen. Ricky uh, Starks came out here. Um, and I, I've been, I, every week I get, I become more and more of a Ricky Starks fan, yeah, but yeah. this entrance, I was like, wow, the, okay, I get it. I entirely get it now. Like I, I it just, he had like the swagger he has now, like he has like confidence that like, I'm not sure. I feel like it's been, it's, you know, it's been gathering since he joined team Taz and mm-hmm. all, but I feel like this entrance and this match, uh, showed that he like absolutely belonged. Yes, mm-hmm. dude, he rules. He's incredible. He's been great since he joined, but yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, he's really kind of fallen in and found his place yeah. on the show, and uh, this match was good. This match with Darby yeah. was good, good. Uh, they dude. played a little promo before they started off. Um, Ricky Starks had come out with the Darby bag. Darby came out. He picked it up. He said, look at this. It's me. <laughs> it <cuts laughs> oh, shit, that's me. What the fuck? <laughs> it cuts to a video package of Darby Allen with, uh, well, I guess you could say it's Darby Allen, but JPEG Mafia is with him. And yes. uh, he calls Starks a bitch. And then Whoa. what I assume is Darby Allen in a bag? <laughs> Darby Al- Dory Allen, we never find out if it's him. I guess it's him, but it's someone in a body bag going down a hill. What or the ramp, fuck sorry. is going on here? Yeah, I don't Neat. know. I, uh, I, <laughs> how do I word this? Um, because I like Darby Allen. But, yeah, I and we have encouraged these videos. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this, uh, all of his videos as of late suck. Yeah, I agree. Like, why? We I feel like about they were like, I don't know. Bit. It was it start, it cool when he sent stuff on fire. Like, the mask stuff was cool. And then, like, he started, like, just doing stuff just to do it. Yeah. Start, like, we, we mentioned it before. It's starting to make him kind of look like a hillbilly. Yeah, he's. He just kind of looks like a, yeah, you know, that's not a bad, yeah, that's, I'd say that's a fair thing. I'm not, like, not super into it. I mean, if his gimmick was a hillbilly, sure, but I don't feel like it's supposed to be, and I feel like it's becoming that way. Once the match starts, thankfully, it doesn't matter. Darby is a world-class No, worker. for sure, yeah. This match was fucking very, very good. These two have such good chemistry in the ring with one another. I really, like, I, this was a pay-per-view match here for me. I thought they mm-hmm. could have, like, I hope they run this back. 10 more times with gimmicks and all that shit because I think these two are great together, dude. Yeah, they gave him time and uh, they played up the previous encounters they had too, which was fantastic. The match actually started off with that. Uh, Starks went for the spear and Darby just reversed it into a guillotine right away. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Um, They had a lot of crazy stuff in here. Um, They still worked the character too, which was cool. Like the Team Taz stuff, Cage ended up coming out in this one. He tried to interfere in the match. Yes. Um, he was in bootcut jeans, by the way, and then Will Hobbs comes <laughs> out, and he's in tapered jeans, and he beats him up, and then they go to the back. They brawl, so Cage can't interfere. Hobbs stops them. They're still building up, I think, to the six man they're going to do eventually. I still think they have that. I imagine so. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, 
Um, so that was really cool. And then they ended up still working a hell of a match here. Um, like I said, the catching spear was dope. The the coffin drop that, in this one that he ended up winning with was super dope too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Darby did, like, like you said, that Darby did a springboard and Ricky catches a midair with his spear that look, his spear is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it really is, and and the way that they ended up doing this was perfect. I mean, even Jr. was like, "This was, this was awesome," you know, like that was. That's awesome. how you know yeah. something like if you can get Jr. in, and, and listen, we talk a lot of shit about Jr. <laughs> the man is out of his fucking mind, but he does know some good shit when he sees some good shit, mm -hmm. and he saw some good shit here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Darby Allen had worked over Starks back the whole time too, and then uh, hitting him with the coffin drop to the back. Cool. Yeah. Dope stuff, man. I really like this. This is the perfect way to open the show. Yes. Um, so they ended up showing the rest of the card as they usually do. Now, I wanted, I only am bringing this up because I wanted okay. to ask you guys if you maybe recognize this or maybe I'm losing my fucking mind. So okay. this definitely was a pre tape, right? The showing the card. Uh, I think so. I would say so. So. Because they fumble it usually, you know, where they're just they can't keep up with the cards or sure, whatever. Sure, it goes too quick. Oh, right. Sure, yeah, usually, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time was definitely a pre-tape, um, but they used a different microphone on all the pre-tapes for Excalibur than okay. the microphone they I, used. Yes, absolutely that, yes, noticed Excalibur's yes, mic yes. multiple times. There was also one time during a match that I noticed it. It was at mo all the almost all the matches. Um, well, what the fuck? Where they what was that about? It's fine, and I get it, and I feel like that's a good idea to. Uh, Superimpose Excalibur selling something that they forgot to sell on commentary during the match. Sure, but they used a Dixie cup. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was a, it was a very odd. Like if it's if it's like whatever that I can gloss over it. But this was multiple times during the show, and it was very obvious. Yeah, there was at one point I was like, is there somebody else on commentary that I missed? Like <laughs> a guest commentator? Because it didn't <laughs> sound like Excalibur. So yeah. I was like, who? Oh wait, that's Excalibur, but it sounds really weird. Hey, it's me, Excalibur, and I'm here at AEW. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's like AEW always has issues with their audio though like I don't know what it is like every week they try something new I think and then like oh shit that didn't well, that's work that's crazy because we, we run like YouTube and Twitch channels and like I've done that before where like I'll go back and I'll insert something into a video like where I where I'm like oh I forgot to say this or I need to say yeah, this yeah I've done that too yeah yeah but like I make sure that the quality that like this when I listen to it back that it doesn't sound like dog shit like I don't well, record with my mic be... and then that might be the difference. You listen to it back. I don't think they did. They there's no way they did. <laughs> Scalibur was talking in Dixie Cup. Like you have to boom, use boom. the same exact mic. Suck my dick. Boom boom. <laughs> Thank God they didn't do it with anybody else. I wish Jr. would have done that the whole night. <laughs> Superimpose Jr. the whole show. <laughs> So uh, after that, we get to oh my god, the Cody Rhodes segment. Cody Pyro dun, 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 he comes dun, out dun. the gates of hell now. He gets his own entranceway all the time now. Yeah, mm -hmm. every time, all the time. All right, cool. So Cody's in the ring with Dasha, and he starts off with the promo. He goes, you know, I remember talking to the guy who trained me, Al Snow. <laughs> what said, is a bubble? What and is a finish? He should have asked Pop. Uh, he should have asked Dasha. What is a pop? Do you know? Do you know the first thing he said after he said the guy who turned me Al Snow was? What did he say? Cody then proceeded to cut an Al Snow seminar promo where he said, "Dasha, do you know why we shake hands?" Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Shit, you're right. Also, is it, re is it respect, Dasha? No, <laughs> we shake hands because of admiration for each other. We need Cody, each other, Cody. That's respect. <laughs> 
also, Cody, so this Cody outfit, this whole Cody look is uh, mm. interesting. He, Not uh, good. <laughs> he definitely looks like he's just about to play a concert on Viva La Bam. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually fucking right, dude. <laughs> he looks like he is the, about to open for him. <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole segment, this whole promo, this whole Cody thing was just like a fever dream. This it was weird. Like like you said, he did the Al Snow promo. He talked about being the ace and other people being the ace. He says, you know, well, you know, to be the ace, there's only three people I think are the ace. The AW's women's <laughs> champion, Hikuru Shida. <laughs> he talks about Brody and Moxley as well. Uh they talk about the he he goes on to talk about the dog collar match being bloody and violent. Uh, and then he declines the dog collar match and then leaves. Um, he says, I say no to your challenge. Dude, he leaves. this sucks. No, okay. I yeah, hated I, you you're, so you're, much. You actually yeah. aren't even telling how ridiculous this promo was. You had to, you, was... You had to re- Cody came out looking like <laughs> that. And then this motherfucker came out here like he was reading a book. This guy yeah, was, he was, this was, this promo, it felt like a dream. Like I was so confused. It was on pretty what monotone was, too. He, if motherfucker looked at a dictionary 10 minutes before he came out and started just saying words. He said, Daja, you know, I'm wearing Quartet Blanche, Capricious Byzantine, <laughs> idiosyncratic. <laughs> She's like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yes. Dude. Daja, intergalactic planetary, planetary intergalactic. Just, just say you're going to beat his ass. <laughs> what the fuck was this? This mm. man just started saying words. He said, mm, indubiously, Saja, I dig mm. for a minute. Yeah, think- yes. Interior crocodile. <laughs> he just, he just, at one point. Yeah, <laughs> he just goes. I got a call from Hollywood and a TV show and Rosario Dawson and you just he's what? name dropping people and R- Snoop Dogg and the rap game. I'm, like what the? What are you doing? Mm, and dubiously, Tony, they are quite the Corte Blanche Byzantine, <laughs> the idiosyncratic people I have a play with. <laughs> He said, my feet are firmly planted on the ground while my ear was as well. And I hear the pro wrestling promo pontification. This People was like an Ultimate about Warrior future. promo if you could understand the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, don't laugh at me. That ship has sailed. I'm not the ace dynamite. Is already a year old. He just kept going on this and man, on. Cody and on. came out with the black hair and the suit. And it, it was the best of times. And it was the worst of times. <laughs> He said, it's the Full Metal Champ, Hikaru Sheeter. Dude, maybe Cody's on drugs, and that's kind of cool. It was the best of times, and the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> and Dodger said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, indeed. <laughs> she was trying her best, bro. Leave her alone. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah so uh, he... They, he says, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. He's no, not going to do the dog collar match. I will not your challenge. Uh... And then he leaves, and he comes back, and he looks behind him. Because everyone this is really not sucked. making any noise. <laughs> and he's wondering why everyone is quiet. <laughs> Except for Austin Gunn, who is chanting Cody. <laughs> Shut the fuck Man. up, Austin Gunn! <laughs> you bitch! Oh my god. And then he storms back into the ring, and he says, No as in no regrets. No as in no looking back. He's gonna cry. He's gonna cry. He's nearly crying (laughs) at this promo that has gone on for at least 10 minutes now. And he just won't stop. And he says, I accept. And yeah. Dude. That sucked. What the fuck? This was crazy. He walked away. He goes, no. 
Let's get on back, baby. We're doing this, Matt. No, it's in no regrets. Not even one. I usually like Cody promos, but this just seemed like lost. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. <laughs> we Cody. enter much different than we leave. TNT title dog color match next week. I accept. Yeah. My favorite part of this was Brody Lee got so fucking pissed off at this segment that he just walked in with a suit on and started kicking his ass. Dude, how, much cooler, his dude, ass. how much cooler does Brody look than him? Yeah. Yeah. It's Cody Brody had a big green suit on and he looked fucking 10 times cooler than Cody. <laughs> I loved it because it was so abrupt. Cody goes, I'll fucking do the match. Everybody's like, all right, well then fuck you. Fuck that bitch, here I come. (laughs) I'm coming, here I come. Uh, But, of course, alas. Everyone's trying to stop them. Brandy comes out and does a dive onto the Dark Order. What the fuck? Yeah, alas, the fucking brawl goes way too long. Then Nyla Rose started attacking people just because. Then they had Brody leave and come back to beat Cody up four times, I felt like. The it was chaotic, and they usually do pretty good with like chaotic brawls, but again, they always feel like they go too long. They do. They do go too long. Like This was hilarious. I know that that's not what they were shooting for here, but holy shit, mm. this might be the funniest segment of the year, just because it started off with my trainer Al Snow, and then it ended <laughs> with Brandy Rhodes doing a flipping senton. <laughs> do you know right. why we shake hands? <laughs> respect? No. No. <laughs> just <laughs> other, other word for respect. <laughs> you could just see Al Snow saying that, too. Like, when Cody was talking, I was like, yep, yeah, that's Al Snow. That's, that's dude, that's exactly what I fucking I was like, oh my god, we're getting an Alzno seminar right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is a pop? Incredible, man. This was, uh, I probably won't forget this for oh, quite a while. Just, I'm trying to. I probably won't forget this for quite a while. Uh, so we cut backstage. We get to FTR uh, and SCU. They're both cutting promos here before their upcoming uh, Brush with Greatness, I believe is what they call it, right? Yeah, 20-minute mm. Brush with Greatness. So FTR says the Young Bucks suck. They mentioned Dave Meltzer. You can make a bingo list out of this, by the way, and you probably... They called the best friends glorified backyarders. Yep. Mm, uh, yeah. Matt Jackson super kicked Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Um, you know what my yep. favorite part about this is? I when it love, ended? Yeah, Matt Jackson super kicks Tony. Commentary goes, God damn it. He cannot be fucking doing this. It ruined my life, man. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you cannot have Matt Jackson going around kicking. He is not a trained worker. He cannot be getting super kicked. And Matt Jackson's just doing a BTE skit backstage. He's like, ha, 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 ha. I super kicked Tony Schiavone. <laughs> there's, a, there's a super big disconnect between the commentary. I like Matt Jackson just killed Tony. And Matt yeah. Jackson going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <B-B-Lee>. <laughs> uh, So SCU also got a promo. Um, Scorpio Sky says, hey, why don't we jump back on the SEU train? Hey, no. Don't please, do that. Yeah, no, please, yeah, don't do leave, that, please the, ever. leave the station, Scorpio Sky. Sean Spears is hanging out, and he, uh, <laughs> this is actually super based. They walk by, and Sean Spears just looks like and goes, good luck. <laughs> yeah, he's just hanging out. <laughs> that, yo, Sean Spears is, this is based. He's got glove. He's got 15 wins. Can't touch this guy, man. Oh, is he's not sixteen now. I thought he maybe had another dark match. Hey, could hey could be, and he's on could TV, be. man. This guy's working. He's working. Uh, so, what the fuck do you think that's about? What Sean Spears? Yeah, dude, this the this dude. That's this an FTR guy thing? right here. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna try to form some sort of stable, right? Yeah, I think they should be horsemen. 
They should be leather whores. <laughs> <laughs> leather horses? <laughs> leather horsemen. <laughs> oh, Bretta, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> they should go Team Taz as well. Yeah, even hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we go on to SCU. It's not too late to bring the trick-or-treat match back for Halloween, AEW. FTR versus SCU, baby. Tony, go ahead and tell him. Tell him about this match. We got the trick-or-treat match coming up. All right, James, tell him about this match. Oh, SCU, FTR, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. Light him up. And I totally didn't watch this, so you tell me, James. I know you watched this. Yeah, James, you watched it. Go on. FTR won when Tully Blanchard held the leg and then took a bump afterward. Um... It was a good match, or it was wasn't. It? Yeah, whatever. Or, or it wasn't. <laughs> whatever, whatever you think. Dude, so, all right. I, uh, I'll admit it. I didn't watch this match. Um, uh, but I did ask Twitter how it was. So <laughs> here are my thoughts on this match. Um, it was pretty good after Tully got thrown into the volcano at ringside. Um, ski woe. Uh, <laughs> Sean Spears it was, said that based Sean Spears <laughs> uh, it was hopping and popping um, it did what it was supposed to do uh, you can call it whatever you want uh, the FBI came out and Guido did the neck thing uh, <laughs> that, like I didn't see that I didn't yeah, I mean I wish we would have <laughs> he did the gabagoo motherfucker yeah. <laughs> it was cool uh, uh, Donovan Morgan and Dan Moff rushed in and caused <laughs> SCU the tag titles so I, and then it, <laughs> they reformed the prophecy with Christopher Daniels. So Holy cool. shit. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, all I so, saw was Tully Blanchard taking a bump. Yeah, I must have missed that part. Um, Do we just have your Twitter review their matches all the time? We should have Twitter review the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like it is time to have a discussion, gentlemen. There's um, not even a discussion to be had. Just break them up. I don't even think... My issue is with SCU currently. Really? I tr- I honestly, and I don't want to feel this way, I honestly don't think I've liked any of FTR's matches in AEW. At all? And I I don't I, I, not, I don't know if I can remember one that I liked. I like, thought their and initial maybe, ones And maybe good. like is one that I think, wow, I would watch that again. Stands or wow, like, out, I would right? Tell yeah, nothing like stand- match, right? Like, I know they're there. I know they're the tag champs. I'm sure they've had all right matches, but like, this is, uh, I'm, I, I'm not feeling it. Like, the Tully promos are my favorite part of anything they do. Yeah, me too. Well, that's part of the package, into- buddy. So you do just- like FTR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I on just- the same thing. You're, I'm, I'm right there with you, Johnny, though. Well, I'm guess what? For that means their something. gimmick's working because their gimmick is you're all marks. Shut. You're all marks. I hate you. I hate you so much. You're all I fucking marks. You. Learn the biz. <laughs> maybe I'm the mark. Maybe maybe I mean I'm I'm open to admitting maybe I'm the problem. Guess what? May, guess what? A lot of these buddy. just feel like rehashes. Oh, all right, tell me about it. Guess what, buddy? No one else in right. this show is coming out with this old man drunk as hell having a good time. So as far as I'm concerned, if Fucking FDR forever, baby. I'm throwing it up right now. You already know. That's Tully, though. Tully is part saying. of the package, baby. You get them all at once. FTR no. leaves, Tully leaves. They're all the same fucking thing, baby. Tully can do anything else. Tully was with Sean Spears. If Tully throws up the fucking shocker, MDK. then they're all throwing up shockers. You caught the MDK, you motherfucker. Don't call the shocker. Throwing up shockers and throwing up shockers. You already know what it is. 
So uh, as far as I'm concerned, Tully goes with him, and I'll fuck with it. But as you on the other hand, they don't even have Tully. They got nothing. They got... I mean, they got Scorpio's guy. He's cool. You gotta break that up, man. Kaz and Scorpio's guy are too good to be doing this right now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So we have Chris Jericho versus Isaiah Cassidy up next. Um, Isaiah said he was gonna whoop his ass and called him a champion bitch last week. (laughs) Yes, they did. Uh... This was I. I thought Isaiah looked good here. Um, this yeah. was cool. He went. He held up with Jericho. Oh, sorry. Just before this, they announced uh, an eight-man tournament uh, with the finals happening in full gear, and the winner gets a shot at the world title. Oh, the cool. The first three competitors: Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, and Kenny Omega. And Hangman Page, who was on commentary for that tag match, by the way, uh, was not too happy about it. Oh yeah, he was on commentary, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He had a cool shirt. He is cool. Yeah. Um, but in this Chris Jericho and Isaiah Cassie match, true. Uh, Matt Hardy was dressed up like he was in SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true. But I mean, this. All right, so I'm going to talk about the match first. The stuff that happened with Jericho and Isaiah Cassidy, because there is a major part of this that we need to talk about <laughs> as a family. <laughs> Agreed. Ooh. So well, uh, the Jericho and Isaiah were cool. Jericho's mouth was busted open. Uh, Hager got in, uh, in one point, and then he walked to the side of the stage, and his hair got all pushed up from a fan or something. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Looked crazy. Uh, Jericho went for a line salt and missed, and then Isaiah hit the line salt, then he hit the code breaker. This was cool for a near fall. It was a pretty close near fall, too. Um, he then went for a springboard, got hit with the Judas effect. Jericho got the win. Uh, I liked the match. Um... It's cool. I don't know where this ends up. I don't know if this is still going with Jericho and Hager going for the tag titles. I don't know where this leaves private party. Um, mm. But yeah, this was still a cool match. Dude, Isaiah Cassie does a llama he straw in this match, and JR goes, well, that's actually an Oklahoma roll. <laughs> first <laughs> off, you want. first off, no. That's no, the fuck it's not. I've had someone correct me on that when I did a Lama Heastral on Twitter. They go, that's an Oklahoma roll. If you don't fuck off, first off, no, it's <laughs> not. An Oklahoma roll does not fucking take the arm and trap it. An Oklahoma roll is just you go over. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, JR, come on, buddy and guy that tweeted me that one time. Fuck you. I don't, yeah, I, you, I don't you say shit. fuck you to JR, but I was like, fuck you to you. I don't like you, guy. <laughs> shit. Yeah, JR. JR and guy. <laughs> I said not JR. Oh. Fuck you, JR. Yeah, blame Discord on that <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, so during this match, Jericho uh, gets knocked over the guardrail. And standing behind the guardrail are the boys. Our boys. Chaos Project. Luther, Chaos Project. Luther and Serpentico, Serpentico, David Arquette, you call him whatever you want. <laughs> Got three names. <laughs> so Jericho stands up, pushes Luther. And I'm like, oh, no fucking way is he going to let... There's That's our guy. He There's no way Luther is going to stand for this. And you know what? He didn't. That man took his hand down from his head. He can't stop pointing at his head, but he did to this time <laughs> to whoop Jericho's ass. He threw a shot at him and clotheslined him over the rail. I was like, that's... You know what? That's a win. another one for the good guys. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. And I thought that's where it would end. But no, 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 no. Uh, the inner circle attack private party after the match. Matt Hardy saves him with the chair, and then all out chaos ensues because Jericho and Hager leaving the ring attack Luther and Serpentico. And but you know what? The boys keep fighting. It was not a fluke. 
Luther and Serpentico start whooping that inner circle ass. Luther, Let's go. Luther jumps the rail. He's not. They're trying to powder off. Luther is not having it. He jumps the rail and keeps going for Jericho, whooping that ass. These are our fucking guys right here. Yes, and sir. they finally, finally, we have been preaching the name of the big man, Luther, and our recently found frenemy, David Arquette, Serpentico, Serpentico, <laughs> call whatever you want. Uh, and they will be going two on two on the 30th anniversary of Chris Jericho and Pro Wrestling in a tag team contest, Chris Jericho and Jake Hagar against Oof. Luther and Serpentico. Now, you got you know, you ask yourself, okay, it's a tag match. It is whatever it is. It's not, you know, everyone can have a tag match. It's not that big of a deal, you know. But how often, how often do you think Luther and Serpentico get a chance like this? To be on national TV. Repre- and you want to know something? They're not just representing themselves, everybody. Mm-mm. These two represent all of you listening to the show. And you want to know how I know that? Luther. A call to arms on Twitter this week. He mm. laid down the challenge. He put the memo out there. He is calling all of you to give him your energy. And he needs you this Wednesday night to tune in. And watch him and Serpentico win this match. Make Luther the real million viewer man. On Twitter, Luther said, it's their ring, it's their building, and it's their fucking town. He said, fucking. That's how he knows he's serious. But Wednesday, we got our fans with us. The Deadlockites. The Hog Dippers. He's a Hog Dipper? The Hog Dippers. He said, off the record, Hog Dippers. They spent their own dough to get here, and they came to here to see us. All right, let's show them what we got. These are our boys, our <laughs> men on the battle lines. We need your support. They need your support. Cheer on the big men, the Chaos Project. Thank you. How incredible was that? It's unbelievable. Luther I'm made gonna... a war cry to the Deadlockites. <laughs> the Hog Dippers. It's... I'm not... Listen, we're not... We are... Well, there's no reason for us to think that we had anything to do with this, okay? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, people get put on TV a lot. Things right. happen. They've been on the mm-hmm. roster for a minute. But, just saying, it is a little coincidental that they are our guys. Had a little right. run in with Serpentico lately. Luther's mm-hmm. always been a deadlockite. Just, you know, a little interesting stuff here. And I think they deserve our help. I'm gonna be there for the chaos project. I expect everybody else to be there too. I, 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 I'm. Listen, you watch whatever you want. But you, when you find out that Luther and Serpentico are on TV, put on that TNT. It's time to mount up. One up for the boys, yep. uh, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, this is really cool because um, Serpentico actually was going to. I think he said he was going to retire before COVID hit. I did um, see that, and I was gonna ask you about that because I was I was gonna ask you, James, uh, how you felt about um, his timeline of, of things because I feel like that might lend some credence to a little rumor that we've heard. Um, I've heard this rumor you know, quite a bit. There's but, a rumor about him being David Arquette. Yeah, there know. there is the big rumor going around, but I want to put that to the side for a minute. Bam, not fact. Sure. <laughs> All right. Yes. Sure. I just want to say that I think it's very cool that he is getting to do this on TV. Yeah. Honestly. I think a lot I'm, of the times people think of wrestlers and they sort of are disconnected a little bit and they forget that mm-hmm. they're 
people with goals yes. and dreams and they want to, you know, they want to achieve things that they work really hard for. Sure. And it's pretty and and like you said, you know, it's it's a tag match on TV and sometimes you think of stuff like that as not so much as a viewer. Yeah. But for a guy that, you know, was ready to retire before COVID. Yes. That's pretty fucking sweet. It's fucking mm. cool as hell. Listen, off the record, no memeing here. These like you, how can you not be happy for guy, two guys like this? Like you said, a guy that was just about to retire, he was ready to give up the wrestling dream. And a guy yeah. that's been going at it for 30, Luther's been wrestling, I feel like, just as long as fucking Jericho has. <laughs> he has been going at it forever. And he finally gets a shot on TV in a match against, you know, his buddy Chris Jericho on TNT. That's fucking cool as hell. That is really, really cool. Um... So I hope are, that they have a great match too. I do. I mm -hmm. no no jokes. I hope they fucking kill it. I was actually looking up some stuff earlier from from mm -hmm. Luther. Um, yeah. dude, he teamed with fucking Leatherface and Freddy Krueger and yeah, he, he was in the JC. Probably beat up Jason the Terrible a couple times too. That's crazy, man. That's really he fucking is. Dope. An, he is the OG. Brain. He's he's not he's not joking. He's the OG. Yeah, I would love to pick his brain. Apparently One in, day. in uh <laughs> apparently in ninety three he was called Atomic Punk. Oh shit. Yeah, Ooh. Jason the Terrible defeats Atomic Punk. <laughs> Dude, anytime you look up any old things of Luther, he still points to his head. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he is living stuck the with it forever. forever. That's our fucking yeah, guy. Some right of this, there. I mean, some of this shit is really fucking dope. Like you know, they bring it up a lot on TV and stuff, but like Luther has literally done some pretty, like, we talk about these guys all the time. We talk about IWA Japan all the time. It's like, yes, you don't realize that Luther was there, man. He did this shit. He did a lot. Hell he's yeah. done a lot of cool stuff. They mention it all the time, but they never bring up, like, actual names or people that he's faced or stuff he's done. They, I mean, it obviously it gets glossed over. And, and the fact that, you know, he's, I mean, they're usually on dark, right? It's not often that you get to see either of these guys on you know, regular TV. So the fact that they're in a prominent match here, like a match against Chris Jericho on the 30th an anniversary of his wrestling career is, it's pretty fucking big deal. Yeah, Jericho could, Jericho could literally do anything on the, it's the 30th anniversary of Jericho. So he could literally be doing anything else. Just picture this though. We're watching this match and Luther rolls up Jericho and <laughs> fucking beats him. Oh my. I don't know how, I think I might do a flip out of my window. <laughs> I actually think that might happen. I am hoping that's what happens. Me too. I, I really want. I really want them to win too. I that would be like we could end the show. Well, you know we how these celebrations to... always work out, right? With uh, people celebrating things, I mean, they never go right. That's I'm. Ho listen, man. I would be as ecstatic. <laughs> oh, of either of them getting the win there. Can you imagine David Arquette getting the win on right? <laughs> a big night. So we are we are cheering you on, boys. Good luck. You do have the uh, you got us behind you. The deadlockites mm -hmm. on the record. Hog dippers off the record. We'll be watching. Kip and Miro promo talking about their bachelor party, and uh, I don't know exactly what the fuck they were talking about, but I, I remember I looked over and the fucking King of Con Billy Mitchell was there. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Yeah, they did have him in there. That was weird. Is he still suing Cartoon Network? He's still suing everybody, and he's still arguing with people on YouTube comments about him not being a bitch. 
<laughs> Didn't he lose the championship for cheating or something? Yeah, they, he's not the Kikakon. No, he was definitely cheating. For yes, <laughs> or allegedly cheating. I don't want to get sued. Uh, Miro one is wants to do Rum Springer for some reason. What the hell does that mean? Hey, Rum Springer man. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Hey, he wants to do one of them Rum Springers. Hey, anyways, let me get the controller from you real quick, big man. What's what Rum Springer? You know, it's when the Amish, you know, they get the liver and they drunk and they get the liver and I need to play games. Oh. What? Okay. I <laughs> but what does Billy Mitchell have to do with that? He's going to help him with Rumspringer. I heard, I read that somebody had a theory that this Miro and Kip Sabian thing was just going to be, end up with them promoting the AEW mobile game. Mobile game? Yeah, you know, AEW general manager GM mode, lock unlock the GM mode. General manager <laughs> mode two, AEW returns in general manager modes to managing <laughs> mode. <laughs> Manage this. <laughs> That's what they should have fucking called it. <laughs> they might. Don't take hey, that on. Yeah, hold on. I actually don't call it that. Yeah, what yours. the fuck? On your business. He wants to do Rum Springer. There was, I remember back in the day uh, in the early 2000s when they were making every single movie like uh, Euro Trip. Everyone... Yeah. They always did the rum springer. They'd always there was always this fifteen minute part in a movie where they go by and the Amish are drinking and they're drinking. They're like, "Oh my god, what is this? This is a cell phone." They go, "Oh my god, oh my god, let's get drunk and smoke weed." Yeah, rum springer. Why does want to do that? Is that for the bachelor party? Yeah, he wants to do rum springer for the bachelor party. What you keep saying this word? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You can say rum springer over and over. No. Well, I mean, you you kind of get it. Rum springer. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but they're gonna have a bachelor party and play video games. Cool. Best friends are about to cut a promo backstage when FTR says, "Hey, you guys are comment relief." Yeah, you bitch. That's the. And then they say, "That's pretty true." Weenies. Yeah, Orange Cassidy calls them weenies. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty funny. I like that though. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Orange Cassidy comes out and he faces off against Ten from the Dark Order. Hell yeah. This was actually a really fun TV match. This is cool as hell, yeah. Uh, Ten took Orange Cassidy's glasses and gave him the John Silver, and then John Silver started dancing on the apron. <laughs> the John dance. Silver rules. John yeah, Silver John rules. Silver's all... Dude, I unironically want John Silver to win the fucking TV, TNT title. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, he's fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, Ten ends up doing the end of days, and then Orange Cassidy kicks out at one. Cool. Fuck you, Baron Corbin, you bitch. Go to hell, Baron Corbin. I beat you. I can put... Um, Dark Order then goes to the outside and they do the best friends hug spot with Alan Inglemeyer, yeah, Engel, John Silver, and Tim. Angle Danielson <laughs> and Silver did He's the best again. friends spot. Yeah, they did cool. the zoom and everything. <laughs> and then Orange Cassidy dove on all of them. <laughs> this was so fun. This was a good, this is a really good match here. Um, Orange yeah. Cassidy ends up winning with the orange punch into the beach break. Good well, stuff. Orange Cassidy is the tribal chief, of course. Oh, that is very true. I'm glad that Roman Reigns started using the orange punch. Yeah, I, I hope Orange Cassidy uh, starts doing the stink face. <laughs> yeah, me too. He's stink face Alan Inglemeyer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ooze. <laughs> Sorry, Juice. <laughs> Juiceos. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> That's what the best friend should be called. <laughs> He's Rikishi and they're the Juiceos. <laughs> Sorry, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, so uh, MJF and the Inner Circle have a segment backstage. MJF goes into the Inner Circle locker room with a gift. The gift ooh. is a bunch of jackets, but guess what? 
fuck you, Sammy. I ain't got no damn jacket for you. Yeah, no jacket for He blames for you. it on said, Warlow. He said, I swear on my mother's life that wasn't intentional. He's uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy's pissed off, and he says, what are you doing in here? What the hell are you doing in here? And then Jericho says, whoa, 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 hold on, Sammy. And he looks at him, Jeff, and says, what are you doing in here? What the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> Jericho is peeking here. This is good stuff. It's great. Um, Jericho and MJF go back and forth about joining the inner circle again. Uh, yes. He goes, that's a total MJF movie. He goes, that's a total Jericho move. <laughs> I love these two, dude. I do, too. Yeah, I think so they work really together. well together. Um, Sammy says, I, what yeah. a loser. And Jericho goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. But maybe he's not. Mm. And then he takes a drink of the bubbly with the pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this goes. I think that... Uh, do you think MJF tries to steal the inner circle? Yeah, I think that it's gonna go into an MJF and Jericho program. I think. I'm sure. Yeah, I that I just don't know if that. Like MJF was talking about having a stable. Yeah, uh, he he'll probably I forgot about the fucking ruin it from the inside out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hopefully, it ends up with Wardlow beating everyone up. God, I hope that'd so, be man. Sweet. And then yes. playing with his tank top straps. I'm waiting for him to do something crazy. I need that knee back. That shit was awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we have Britt Baker versus Red Velvet. Britt Baker is now back from injury and ready to go. Red Velvet apparently 0-7 in AEW. Dude, why'd they even put that on her fucking nameplate? <laughs> I really don't know. I, I wrote that. I said 0-7 in 2020. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So, Taz says uh, Taz is putting over Britt Baker here and he says the team Taz has full free dental gimmick <laughs> Taz is incredible he's really, really good not only do we get that but we have Excalibur doing uh, his pre-tape and a shitty mic it, it did his pre-tape inserted into this match like it was Chris Jericho's podcast he goes ha yeah Taz that's big news like the news tonight that we're having a very big main event it's John Moxley putting the title on the line I can't wait to see John Moxley take on it is John Moxley putting it on the line <laughs> so we go straight from that to JR going, damn, Britt Baker's looking kind of thick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> damn, he put on some muscles. Oh, Britt Baker looking it. thicker, and you know, that's a good thing. Great insight. Thank you, Jim. You know, so, Britt Baker's got, you know, I like Britt Baker's got a big old dumper. <laughs> Jim Ross then says, you know, usually wrestling dents are ugly, but Britt's not ugly at all. Yeah, that's <laughs> a God, great insight. That's a, a fine ass dentist. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Um, on the other hand, on, you know, in the actual fucking match that's going on, uh, Red Velvet has a fucking sweet leg lariat. Yes, she, that's like one of my favorite moves. It was cool, and I think Britt Baker did a fisherman's neckbreaker here, and Excalibur called it, and Jr. made fun of him for calling it that. He says, "Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, oh, that was a fisherman's neckbreaker." You know, hear about that, Tash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking here we go. Come bro. on, bro. Yeah, that was a fisherman's neckbreaker. You commented one Val Venus match, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was called a maneuver back in my day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the leg layer is dope. I'm going to fucking do a leg layer in real life. I got to learn how to do that. Um, Jump, also, bro. I was remembering back. I was like, dang, I seen Britt Baker in a, while. in a while. Last time I saw her, she fucking knocked Yuka Zakazaki's teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And that felt like it was a decade ago. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you saw, by like the way. Better. They took Emi Sakura off the roster page. They put her back up. Did they? Yeah, they put her back up. And then they said oh, okay. happy what birthday. The f- they fucking take liberties? What's going on here? <laughs> well, AEW ended up beating Chaco Pro on Chaco Pro. So. Oh, no. Yeah, Riho and Amy Sakura ended up beating uh, Mesa Ruga and Unimon. 
So they thanked every soccer up by firing her. <laughs> yeah, they fired her, brought her back. Happy birthday. Uh, they, they heard she won, they brought her back. Yeah, I mean, AEW sometimes in the Chaco Pro chat, too, so. I don't know. AEW official? <laughs> yeah, the official accounts are there in the Chaco Pro chat. Talking. You, t- you tell them about the Heart Foundation? They, you know, they don't need to know all that. All right, just making sure. Yeah, they don't need to know all that. Um, so Britt ends up locking in the lockjaw after she, she beats uh, Red Velvet with a curb stomp. Yeah, what is, is does she has she always done that? And I just forgot. She has done the curb stomp before, but okay, she never. I don't think she really finished matches with it like that. Yeah, because her finish is that the lockjaw. Well, she gets it locked in anyways. Rebel gives yeah. her the glove this time, which was good. I see they haven't uh they haven't uh you know utilized this master of disguise gimmick the Red Bull was going for. Mm-mm. Drop the ball again, man. I don't know how many more ideas we can give you and you don't run with them. That's on you. I mean, that's that was a I mean, how uh, it was great. I don't know, man. Maybe Whatever. We're going to fucking booker and then I was going to say if you want us to take it, we'll take it. We were giving it to you for free, but if you yeah. want to take it, you know, Taz, you know, just let us know, give us a nod, you know what I mean? Red um, Velvet is now 0 and 8 in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she should start hanging out with Sean Spears. Dude, I, fucking, I think everybody should, man. Base Sean Spears, bro. This guy's crazy. <laughs> Base Sean Spears? <laughs> Base Sean Spears, you already know, bro. This dude's crazy. All right, that's cool. 12 uh, cell phones that way, look like Sean Spears. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> uh, Jericho's 30th uh, year anniversary. Him and Jake Hagar taking on Luther and Serpentico. The Chaos yeah, Project. Right. Brian Cage takes on Will Hobbs for the FTW Championship. Ooh, cool. okay. And Brody Lee versus Cody for the TNT Championship dog collar match. No regrets. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And I'm here to whip your ass. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if they announced anything else on their Twitter, but that is what they announced on the show. Okay. Now we get to uh, one of my favorite parts of the show, the Eddie Kingston promo segment. That is the best part of any show. Um, yeah. He, 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 and, you know, people say, you know, someone doesn't miss. Eddie Kingston genuinely never misses. <laughs> yeah, he's good, man. He's fucking incredible. He's so good. So Eddie brings out Bryce Rimsburg. That's his boy. He that, brings him that out. Long, I mean, they, they have been uh, riding along together for a long time. I feel like they were in the same Chikara class. Dude, this fucking shit had me cracking up. I was dying laughing at this second. So Eddie brings out Bryce Rensburg and he goes, I did not tap against John Moxley. His bulldog choke did not tap me out. And Bryce Rensburg, you called the match wrong. And then Bryce goes, Man, we've been, you know, we've known each other for a long time, but this is business, personal and business do not mix. You know what I mean? You know yeah. my kids and all that, but this is you're at work, man, and I have to help you when you're at work. And Eddie, I gotta protect you from yourself. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Eddie Kingston looks at him. He goes, uh-huh, "Yeah," and then he fucking beats his ass. <laughs> he rallies the troops to whoop his ass. <laughs> he says, "All right, get, surround him." <laughs> he says, "I said, oh yeah, okay, that sounds good. You know what? Get him." <laughs> I, had to, I had to protect you against yourself, man. I'm here to help you. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, get him, boys. Eddie Kingston is so fucking good. And it just just goes to show you how good he is because he fits into this fucking main event scene and it doesn't seem weird at all. It's no, not even not a little bit. It's like he was here the whole time. Yeah, it rules. Um, dude said, but yes, they dude also, said, they also... <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> okay. it's, like, it's like Eddie is like, God damn it, you're right. All right, I gotta kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't be telling me the truth, you bitch. <laughs> Fucking segment ruled, man. Yeah, oh. He's the best. 
He really is the best. Yeah. Really, truly. So after that, um, you know, he's gonna he's about to kick Bryce's ass. Moxley comes out to make the save. With he the comes Lucha out Bros. with a barbed wire bat. Hell yeah, he is fucking jug along with this thing too. We were just talking about the curse of the barbed wire bat match. We're gonna bring that back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> also, Eddie <laughs> Kingston yelling as he's doing the entrance says, Look at you with your big barbed wire bat tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as Moxley's talking to Eddie and Lucha Bros and the boys, Butcher is walking up behind him. And uh, as he gets behind him, Eddie goes, oh, yeah, by the way, you're fighting a butcher tonight, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Partner. <laughs> he turns around and the butcher, bro, this segment, this this like visual right here was really dope with the butcher was walking awesome, up behind yeah. him. It's very He's good. He's got butcher apron on. It's so good. He does that. He wrestled with the butcher apron on, and he looks like he could be John Moxley's dad, <laughs> which also was cool. <laughs> which, yeah, you're right. Um, so we end up getting a world title match: John Moxley versus the Butcher, which was cool because they gave this guy. I, you know what? I did not expect for this to happen. And like, no. Butcher getting a main event spot in a singles match was crazy. Mm. He looks. He, he's fucking. I mean, we love Andy Williams. This guy. The Butcher rules. Um, yeah. He had an awesome Uranagi to start this match. Uh, the only thing, as I would say, is I... And I don't know how you do this without making him look weird. I mean, maybe you could have just did a fuck finish or whatever. Uh, unless, I mean, I guess you have to have Moxley win. But it probably shouldn't have gone as long as it did. Because lately, like as the match went on, you could see that Butcher was like blown the fuck up. Oh, and, oh, he was absolutely is, blown the fuck up. But Which is fine. Um, he's, he's usually in tags. And Moxley's, you know, like an intense dude. So... Um, but he still looked, Butcher looked fucking cool here. He did some cool stuff. So I hope they give him uh, more singles opportunities so he can get better. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the only, that would, that'd be the only thing is, uh, you know, make sure that he can go the distance when you have right. longer matches like that. But, um, I still think that he looked great here and I thought, you know, his look alone carries him to the spot, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, which is, there was, yeah. There was um one smart thing that he did. Uh, he was going for like a stretch muffler, and it kind of got fucked up. So he was just like, "Fuck it," put him in a single leg grab. <laughs> <laughs> got to adapt like, to the fly, baby. I was like, "That's smart." He uh he went for a cross body dive on the floor and just got launched into the guardrail. <laughs> uh, which I was like, "Holy, that's a big motherfucker, man." Yeah, it uh, really is. Mocks him with a pile driver for a two count. Um, but then he uh got the paradigm shift, nailed him with it, bulldog choke for the win. I like that he's using this bulldog choke as like a finish me too it's a good finish it looks cool i mean it's it's you know it's kind of grimy looking it does it's not like fancy he just kind of fucking tries to take your head off and then that's it it looked cool and then he won and him and Mo him and kingston had this like stare down that felt like it went forever but it was like pretty intense it's cool and then kingston starts fucking flipping out at ringside <laughs> as moxley celebrates uh they also during this magic Excalibur said something about butcher and it was with the dixie cup mic I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Even in the world title uh, match. God damn it. I don't know how, like, yeah. do you think it had to have been like a last minute thing or something that they didn't have time to redo another take? I don't know. I don't know how anyone rewatched that show over and said this is okay. Yeah. I really I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't even release a YouTube video with that. At it's all. Weird. So maybe this show wasn't live? covered up with like crowd noises and stuff, I think, maybe. Well, was the show not live? I don't know. No, I, I guess don't. Not. I don't think so. They always show live in the corner, and I noticed live in the corner because there was fans. Actually, so I didn't know how that. I mean, like, obviously, it could be taped with fans. I just didn't know if there was like a schedule for that. But like, I thought I was like, okay, it's live, and they're trying to put these in for some reason. I don't know why though. 
Because if it's live, you wouldn't have to do it. You just have Excalibur say it, right? So yeah, it had to be yeah. taped. But if it's taped, then how do you not hear that this sounds like shit? Hmm. I don't know. That must have been just like a whatever, just maybe they won't care thing. But like, maybe that was real Bush League. Sloppy shop. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> if I ain't even going to do it on a YouTube video, which is like uh, on a tier list of like disposable fucking creations, YouTube videos are definitely up there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you put it on a nationally telev- televised show, but yeah, it was, it was weird. But, maybe don't um, do that anymore. Maybe you get the same quality mic. That's they. Uh, Tony said this earlier, but they have had like weird audio issues through their whole run. Yeah, the entire time they, I think they try and like change it up or something. Like the crowd is always a different volume. I feel like, and like the backstage stuff. There's sometimes there's echoes with like <laughs> yeah, interviews. It can never backstage. all be great, right? It has to be one or the other. Either the crowd sounds like shit, or everyone else sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the two. All right, so that was AEW Dynamite for this week, uh, which leaves us with some Apple ratings. Yes, we Woo. got a bunch of them this week too. I'm happy to see that. Yeah, so our goal is five five nine from the five five nine, and we are currently at five hundred and twelve. Yeah, Ooh. thank you guys. Okay, uh, we had like I have four written down here that I saw there up go. there. Um, Kane Nums had one. He said hi. Just wanted to let you guys know I successfully got my eighteen month old baby sister to throw one up for Luther. She says bleh and everything. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> what? That's cool. crazy. Cool. Everyone should throw it up for Luther. Uh, the Wild Junior said, "Good podcast, very good podcast. I've watched Pulse and Tony when I was small, and I've been watching Johnny and the NL Boys over the past years. So this podcast Whoa. was definitely what I wanted to check out. It's super entertaining, and all three hosts are great. Every oh. topic goes on hilarious tangents that sometimes have me laughing out loud at three in the morning. Sorry, mom, <laughs> but David Arquette just killed Johnny. I'd recommend this <laughs> podcast to any wrestling fans out there. Here's a parting message: You smell." You Aww. smell. The Pope Thirty said, "I am hard." <laughs> cool. Goes anyone hard? That's it. While the, <laughs> while the sweet sounds of Johnny Pulse and Tony were penetrating my ears, I was very erect. Can't get the old pecker to stand up. Listen, these beautiful <laughs> men. Pecker. What? Mammal dodging <laughs> said the following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. No. Oh. Deadlock has made the pandemic tolerable. Thanks, guys. What? I thought I said terrible at first. Deadlock has made the pandemic <laughs> terrible. Why are you reading Fuck this? You. I'm going to go through some unfortunate stuff. Uh, but hearing Tony, James, and John laugh and talk about wrestling is always a good time. Wow. He, motherfucker said John. That threw me off for a second. What the fuck is John? <laughs> John. Who is it? John. <laughs> threw me off. Again, Anthony, thanks. James, and John. <laughs> Jizzy Dizzy. Tony and Schmidior. Again, thanks. <laughs> Having something to look forward to on a weekly basis is guaranteed to be a fun listen to when a lot of around the world isn't fun is a godsend. Oh, well, thank you. Aww. Thank you, man. Dodging. Thank you, everybody, man. We appreciate yeah. reading those. They're very nice to read, you know? It's better than they, reading. Fuck you, you suck. Yeah, we do read that a lot, too, though. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It is what it is. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know <laughs> But, yes, thank you for all for... For leaving those reviews, it does help us a lot. We are, as he said, trying to get the five five nine ratings, and we're gonna get there. And we'll do a big old giveaway when we get there. Ooh, let's go! All right, guys, and that is about all we got. I think. Oh uh, fuck! Oh shit! We're out of time. We gotta go. We gotta oh, go. Okay, we're out of time. Go, 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 go.